finally here. I know. Part three. Mm-hmm. But this case is different. Oh, it's very different. It's so different. It's very different. People, if you can't see it, if for some reason you're blind, or if for some reason you just are looking at the table and you're like, all right, there's a lot of things to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hand this to you. Yeah. And because uh, that's that's what it belongs to. The single diary of a precarious Casey Gardner. Yep, yep. The Jared Burgess has finally brought what he talked about when that's he first crazy. came on. First came on. Crazy. I think it was around this time last year. I think you came on in like October. I think you did. Oh my god, I think you're right. I think we're around the one year mark. That's crazy. One year later. Yeah. And he brings this bad boy to life. You know how crazy that is? Like, I said I would do it, and then I did it. You said you would do it, and that's like... That's crazy. That's like every anime. That's... Which is... <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that's crazy. That's... It's so... I want to say the word commendable. I feel like that fits here. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And... In a generation where people talk the talk, but they can't walk the walk... Mm-hmm. To see you... Like, this is real. Yeah, you can... T- you're t- you're touching, touching it. it. You're touching... You, you can it touch it. It was an idea... That's crazy. I smell it. And it's it, like when you, when you tap on it, it sounds so good. And there's just pages and pages. And yeah. there's illustrations. It's like a good, decent, like, size girth, too. I was like, wow. Dude, it's great. Like, this is a perfect, this is just a perfect book to have. I, I don't I, see I, why I, someone wouldn't want this book. I, that's what I'm saying. That's and, I'm saying. you know, if if you don't have this book, you're probably the same person that's not subscribed to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just all, it's all adding up. So that's so like that's that's yeah. perfect for 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 young adults, for, fourteen and up, really. But like, it was perfect for me. What's really funny is all the feedback I've gotten so far has been from like older people and adults so far. Yeah, because I don't have high schoolers in my contacts to be like, this is so cool. I just, but like, it was made for them. So I don't want to spoil too too much. Mm-hmm. Too too much. That can be a different section of the podcast. different section. But 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 you did talk about it mm-hmm. when you first talked about writing the book. Yes, and you said. You know, there's Gale. Yeah. And yeah, you were Gale. like, you know, Gale goes through some shit. Yeah. And I was like, okay, let's see. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> and you know, I don't want to say it, mm-hmm. but I, I, I kind of noticed how, how th- th- this word seems to be emphasized right here on your personalized message. Yeah, yeah. To me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. Kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. But it makes sense. Mm-hmm. It makes sense now. I, I could, I could, I could see you. Popping, popping wheelies and what? Don't know if I would want to. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> the, uh, if this ever, for some reason, just even a fan-made movie, fan-made show. That'd be so crazy if it was a fan-made movie. Be so good. Because Mario, like, once upon a time, it's going to blow your mind, right? Once upon a time, there was a time where only I cared about that book. Only you. Yeah. And now wow. there is, there is... Someone down in South Carolina who my no. aunt knows, who is an English teacher, who's like, "Hey, I read this book. I think I want to get our school in South Carolina to at least to at least add it to like the summer school curriculum for children to read." Hmm. And I was like, "Wow, that's really cool. That'd be incredible." And he was like, "Yeah, we're gonna try and get this done." He's he he's gonna email me, or he emailed me already, but he's supposed to email me back eventually to give me updates about it. But like my old high school, Platt High School. They, oh my God, they want me to do a, another, uh, another book signing slash talk about it. That's incredible. So that's pretty cool. You already had the first one, right? Yep. How was it? It was absolutely, it was, um, um, sensational. <laughs> <laughs> talk, sensational. Talk to me about it. What was it like? Um, okay. first of all, 
sorry to cut you off. Yeah, yeah. But how does it feel to be recognized for a true accomplishment? And and, and how, like, do you do well with taking lots of compliments or like receiving? I found that I kind how, of how does, how does don't a little bit, but it's like because I I don't know if I told you, but the book came out. And then people, oh, what's crazy? This one time I was at the rec center, right? Mm-hmm. And shout I was leaving. Yeah, yeah, shout out the rec. <laughs> yeah. I was at the rec center one day, and then one day I was leaving. And I remember, I I think it was a week before that I gave Emily her book, right? Shout out to Emily. Yep, shout out to Emily. Yep. And I think it was a Tuesday I was leaving the rec, and some random person in a rec center shirt said, are you Jared? And I was like, yeah. And he went, the author? And I was like, who, who is this man? <laughs> That's, I, I don't, I did, I still don't know who this is. Wow. I haven't seen this person ever again. I don't know who they were, but I was like, wow, that's a stranger. And I don't know. He was like, congrats. And they recognized you as the author. Yeah. And like my back was turned and everything. So I'm like, did Emily say something? Was Emily talking about it? I don't know. Well, it's a big canvas, but it's a small canvas. Yeah. Word definitely spreads fast. Uh-huh. And the fact that damn near all your friends posted about it oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. kind of helps oh my god mario that was so crazy when the day that i posted that the uh, the book was like officially out for people to buy the amount of uh they're not re-stories but the amount of like people adding my story or my post to their story it was it was so nice to see it was yeah. like people i hadn't talked to in x amount of time of course it's like a little two-tap thing you know mm-hmm. um <clears throat> But it was really nice. I, I screenshot every single one, and I planned on, like, <laughs> it's going to sound so dumb. I screenshot every single one because I planned on, like, reposting their screenshot or their, their restory of me. Yeah, so it just keeps. But it, it kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger <laughs> and bigger. And then I was like, I can't do this. Yeah. I can't do this. But, like. Your DMs must have been flooded with mentions. It was it was really cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, But, like, getting, getting acknowledged for an accomplishment. Yes. I mean. I don't know. Part of me is still like, it's one thing I did one time. I guess it's like really cool that I did write a book. Are you someone where when it's your birthday, you kind of, are you someone who's, I feel like there's two different types of birthday people. Yeah. Sometimes in the middle, but I feel like there's, it's fair to obvious types of people. Yeah. It's my birthday. Mm -hmm. Hey. And then there's, wow, it's my birthday. Deep thought. (laughs) Another year around the sun. Uh, (laughs) How how do I feel about this? (laughs) Well, I haven't had a birthday party in like since like freshman year of high school i think but this year i actually i like i usually celebrate my birthday with my family mm-hmm. and this year i i i thought about making a birthday day a birthday post and then i didn't do it so like if you ever see a birthday post that comes out in the next month or two it, it's not my birthday it's just in my <laughs> Some, draft someone's still gonna fuck <laughs> what, what, this was criminal jared mm. one time someone on their snapchat had it to where it said it was their birthday. Mm-hmm. And I told them happy birthday. I gave them a very heartfelt message. And they said, <laughs> it was the wrong date. I don't know why it's still saved as today. But mm-hmm. like, it's not. They said, I, I appreciate the compliment. But mm-hmm. it, it is not my birthday. Mm-hmm. I said, okay. Word. So. Uh, around the English department at Central. Uh, a couple of the professors. Well, not even like a couple. Like a lot of them. All of them kind of. If they see me, they're like, congratulations. You wrote a book. And you had your first book signing. That's so cool. Yeah. And I'm like. Wow, thank you. That's really cool to hear you say because you're like a professor. <laughs> and then one of my old professors, she actually came to the book signing. And uh, her book came in the mail that day after my book signing. So I didn't get to sign her book, which is unfortunate. Oh. But then she she like wrote me a very nice email, which was incredibly terrifying to open because she's like an English professor. So I was like, damn, she's going to grade the 
shit yeah. out of my page, yeah. <laughs> out of my book. Yeah. But her comments were really great. She was like, I can see why publishers would want to get back to you about this. Right. At the signing, I said that I submitted to seven places, I believe. And out of the seven, three got back to me. And one of them, I, I they helped me with publishing. But like three out of seven for the first time ain't bad. That's not bad at all. That's like a little bit under half. So listen, Jared, in the sport of baseball, yeah, if you can go three for ten, that's for your that's, career. That's Hall of Fame. Yeah. <laughs> that's Hall of Fame. You went three for seven, Jared. Right. Jared, you went right. to go. Right. <laughs> I mean, let's talk. Let's see Stephen King. I mean, I don't. I wonder what his were. But that's incredible, dude. Mm. And you did this all on your own for that the is, most part. Yeah, that's true. You figured it out. Yeah. You had your own format. Yeah. You wrote the book and you applied yourself. Yeah. Many people, when they have fears and anxiety and stresses towards taking that leap of faith yeah. into the unknown where they're uncomfortable and they're not good at whatever it is they want to try. Because mm-hmm. you can't always start off great or good. Mm-hmm. You have to be it's like a rough draft. Yeah. Or you, you just have to start in the bottom and work your way up. Yeah. And many like, people are afraid of that grind. And yeah. Jared, you did not duck the grind. I, I'm, I'm telling you, throughout the whole process, there were three, maybe four. I'd say there were like three strong moments where like my spirit was crushed, where I was like, I don't even know if it's worth it anymore. And two of those reasons came from um, illustrations. And then the last reason. Oh, yeah. So like once again, shout out Jasmine. I absolutely love you. I will. I will continue to shout you out every time I talk about this book. Bottom of this book. Yep. Wondering. But yeah, struggles came from illustrations, at least two of my three problems. The the third one was basically like that bad boy you got right there the hardcover oh i told you i told you like that thing getting that formatted and like fit onto you, the you way that told, amazon told me, you told me it was a struggle i wanted to, bro i wanted yeah. oh my god but now was, you know yeah now i know now you know i know and you had to learn yeah you had to that was one of the worst things i've ever i sat for like at, I'm, I'm, when i when i figured it out mario, mario when i figured it out i told you i felt like the smartest man in the universe I felt like Albert Einstein, Benjamin Franklin, all of them at the same time. Yeah, because they had to figure this out, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I felt it's so incredible. Smart. But, yeah, like, the book is out. People can buy it. People I don't even know can buy it, which blows my mind. I want to, hmm. from now on, for every book you make, yeah. including this one, always have, like, a 15 to 30 second ad on my behalf. Yeah. To tell people, like... We're in a conversation. And then all of a sudden, it's, hey, have you ever read a book? Are you ever reading? Do you feel like you're lacking reading? And out of nowhere, it's just like me absolutely glazing this book. People are, do you, do you right actually hate so. reading? Well, this book is designed for you. Yes. No, I'll, I will figure it out. If you want to give me a script, Jared, mm-hmm. I will do it mm-hmm. on my own behalf. Like, if you want it to be like, like I, you, you I give me a that script. Far. I did not think that I'm far. I'm just saying, that's, you let me that's, know. Yeah, now it's out there. Out. Yeah, now it's out because there. I can think about it. The last person I had on was the president of the Brazen Blue Devils, Katie. Uh, oh, yeah, Katie. that's right. That's right. That's right. She that's gave right. me this, this band, yeah. which is incredible. And I told her, I said, hey, you give me free merch, I will do like a 30-second something. We, yep. we can work something out. Yep, yep, yep. Which hopefully we do. But now, mm-hmm. if I have two ads, that's <laughs> my dream. Ad reads? Oh, my. That's like the dream. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Dude, just let me know. Mm-hmm. I got I will. you. I got you. I, or if you give me the blessing, Jared, I will make it happen. I, I will keep that in mind, Mario. Because yeah. like 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 I told you for the um author, central author thing that Central has, yeah. like I, I have a chance, opportunity to potentially be on TV to promote my book. So cool. I'm going to be like Fudge Effect, front of my mind. Be like, <laughs> <laughs> Mia! 
Me? Let me tell you how I got here. Let me tell you where this began for me. That's hilarious. Oh, nervous in front of a camera? <laughs> well, well, let me tell you about my experience. <laughs> That's hilarious. But before we get into a lot about this book, yeah. Tell me. So I know you said you're doing the second speech thing or, or book signing and speaking in front of the school. Yeah. What was it like the first time? <sighs> okay. So, um, what's really funny is. It was at the Meriden Public Library where I had my first signing, mm-hmm. and they gave me a smaller room. They gave me a room about like I saw the photos. They gave me a room about the size of maybe like double this room, right? Not even double this room, but like double that wall. If that wall yeah. was just like mm-hmm. double that, basically. And I kept planning for a room that size, but over time, this is over the course of maybe like two months, right? That I had to spread the word about the book signing I was going to have. Over time, people were like, yeah, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there, too. And I kept putting off flyers here. My family, they were putting off flyers, too. And over time, I kept thinking, like, you know, I don't think this room's going to be big enough. But, like, you know, this is what they gave me. I'll just let it roll. And plus, if it's a small room and I get a lot of people, it's going to look really good. Oh, yeah. No, look, it's going to look packed, like Iron right? Man press conference or something. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'll just rock it. I don't think it's going to work out. But I'll, I'll, that, that's a problem when I get there, mm-hmm. you know, which is a terrible mindset to have about the problem. So anyway... <laughs> I get to the yeah. library, and the security guard is like, Jared, we moved you to room, whatever it was called, like room three, right? And I'm like, oh, okay, but I've been set up for room five. So I walk into room five, and nothing is set up the way I wanted it to, right? And I'm like, damn. I turned into Thanos, and I was like, I'll just do it myself, mm. you know? So I'm like, I'm, I'm thinking about how I want to rearrange the room now, because I only have like 30, 45 minutes to do it before the first person shows up. And as I'm doing it, one person walks up and they're like, hey, Jared, you moved you to room three. Did you check it out? And I was like, nope. Like, you guys told me room five. I think I'll stick with this room. And she was like, okay. And then someone else walked up and they're like, Jared, you're in, you're in, you're going to stay in room five? And I was like, mm-hmm. I planned for this room. And they're like, all right, we moved you to room three. Do you want to, you want to stay like with this room? And I was like, yeah, I'll stay with this room. It's like, whatever, you know, because I, I planned, this room was given to me, right? So then the third person who was the, like the coordinator for what I was doing, the person I was emailing Jared, most about. room three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, his name is Shane. I love Shane. Shout out to Shane. Shane walked up and was like, Jared, you're going to stay with room five? And I was like, yeah. He goes, we, we moved you to room three. We have your like picture up inside and everything. Do oh. you, do you, do you want to check it out? And I was like, move it here. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> go, I'll go check it out. So I go and check yeah. out room three and room three is like massive. Oh. It's like, it's it's the room I had the thing in. Mm. It's, oh, well, well, spoiler. It's the room I had the, my book signing in, my first one. Yeah. But I was like... Because you already started in the other room. Yeah, I was like, I, yeah, Pride. I started. It's like, whatever. <laughs> so I'm, I'm moving things around in this room by myself, mind you. And I'm like, damn, this kind of this kind of some hard work. So then I'm like, everything's kind of already set up in room five for me, or room three for me, like they said. So I go back to Shane, and I'm like, I'll, 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 stick to, I'll go to room three. So I go to room three, and it is, like, spacious in there, right? Mm. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'll just wait because everything's already set up for me inside, right? So I put up my slideshow. Mario, you, people saw you holding my book. So it was behind me, like, you know, like the dream. Everyone who uh, has my book took a picture so they could be on the the good old collage slideshow. So you were up there. Incredible. Uh, A lot of people were up there. And then people came in, and then I started at 6.05, I believe. Started at 6 o'clock, 6.05, for extra stragglers. And then people just kept coming in. Like the entire time. That must have felt so good. Oh my god. Like Jared, it was it, it was, yeah, was salivating. It was crazy because <laughs> yeah. 
I was so invested because I was looking at like Jasmine for majority of the time and then answering questions out. But it came to a point where I was looking down because I was looking at something in the book I was mentioning. And then I looked up and like the room was filled. I don't know how long I was looking down for. But when I looked up, I was like, wow, my my heart feels kind of warm right now. It's like the Grinch. And every- <laughs> yeah. What is this? That feels like. But yeah, I looked up, and and the room was like full. Like they they had to get more chairs. People were on the sides. Wow. Um, the back door it started to fill up, so people were just standing in the door, just listening and watching. And I was like, wow, this is so crazy. This is my first one too. So. You were doing the signings there. Yep. But once was it signings first, and then you just kind of gave a speech, or what? what it was. It How was so. Um, I was told we'd have the book signing for like an hour, right? So basically, I would come, I talk about the book, talk about the publishing process. That's what that one was about specifically. Mm-hmm. Just the publishing process, not about the book, because that's like I'm selling people the book to that one, you know? Yes. So that one was about the publishing process. So I talked about that for. 45 minutes to an hour it was supposed to be from three to four for the entire thing right but jasmine and i ended up talking just for the hour we didn't sign anything yet yeah and everyone was like enjoying i didn't know how fast time was moving at that point so anyway after we talked for an hour that's when we started signing the books so we so it was really like an hour 45 wow that it was and it, it flew by for me but it was it was crazy did you have any stage fright no i'm i i teach True. So I'm like, I talk in front of people all the time. Love how that works out. And like, when you talk in front of adults, it's like, whatever. Talk in front of children. My glasses broke the other day, and like, the kids were like, ha ha. That's crazy. And I was like, damn. I mean, I guess they're, they're right to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably laugh too. So, we definitely covered some of it back when you first came on for mm-hmm. the very first time, but it's been a year. Yeah. So let's kind of just recap. I'm I'm telling you, when I told you, like I, what I told you is only the first yeah. 17, 18 pages. Yes. And then and there's that, and then there's the rest. Of there's it. like a hundred sixty more after that. Yeah. How did you come up with the plot to this book? So on your own? I How's wrote that it. So okay. <laughs> I I started writing it with no direction. I was just writing. I was like, what's gonna happen to Daniel? Right. And then by the, like, middle end of it, I was like, well, I got to end it somehow. This is getting kind of, I don't know how much longer I can go. Yeah. And plus, like, because the years, I thought it was really cool to have, like, the year of 20, I think it starts in 2015. But now it's getting to, like, 2020, you know? And then everyone knows. I'm trying to keep them as realistic as possible. So it's like, this could be someone's real diary, right? Yeah. But then when 2020 happened, I was like, damn, I got to cut this off by, like. <laughs> <laughs> So, so I was yeah. like, all right, what do I, how do I end this? It's getting real close. <laughs> it's getting real close. So, uh, yeah, I was thinking, what can I do with the story to make it like extra sophisticated and get some more, uh, interesting story elements in there. So I was like, okay, what do I have? Mm-hmm. And I was like, remember I told you in the first one, I think I had to make Gail important somehow because just, just ending a child like that is kind of just bad if it has no purpose true so i was like okay how do i make his purpose how do i how do i give him a purpose and then how do i tie things back to casey so she's also important but how do i still make daniel like the center you know oh i love that and i was like okay well i can tie gail and casey together Mm -hmm. and that's kind of where the ending came from 
so i was like okay the, the way that i've built it so far like the first part one part two i was just like really writing to write i think even like a quarter into part three i was still writing to write but like during the back half i had to take all this part and then i had to make this fit to the end mm. that was a pain in the ass it kind of was a little bit but i think i set myself up pretty well yeah so that's that's nice and like i tried to design and format the story so every time someone reads it they get something new out of it or they make a new realization they're like oh this was happening then or like wow he said that that's crazy how did you come up with the names oh okay so that's actually really funny oliver who's in the story is heavily based off of my friend julio julio knows julio also read the book hi julio shout out to julio yep shout out to julio so oliver is heavily mm-hmm. based on one of my friends julio um daniel is like 60 percent based on me i thought daniel nick was just like a cool name i don't know why i just like very interesting i just like the last name nick because it's like k-n-i and not like n-i-c-k like the k is silent and i was like ooh. (laughs) (laughs) so yeah that's why i like that one casey gardner i figured that that's a pleasant sounding name and like when i think of a casey gardner for some reason i think of like a flower or for some reason like a fountain i don't know i just felt like it 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 was a nice sounding name it was pleasant as a gardener yep yep Mm. and then like jessica jessica i don't know i think jessica is also a nice name yeah i don't think there was much crazy thought that went into some of the names but basically a lot of the references were like people that i know so everyone in that story is kind of a little bit someone that i know or someone that i knew back in high school or from like middle school yeah but i just had to think of a name kind of meshed them all together yes i did yes i did saw how it played out yeah your head like there's a there's a teacher in there who's he's he's basically like a name drop cameo called mr man mr man will never see this podcast because that's like a grown adult but he doesn't know how much i love him because he's mythical he's he's incredibly strange why don't you ever reach out to him well, I see him. I see him sometimes because at like professional development things, that's where like a lot of teachers come. Right. But he works at a middle school, and I also work at a school, so I see him. I saw him like a week ago, which is pretty funny. You should tell him. I I, I thought about it, him. but I, I was kind of nervous. Say, hey, <laughs> you're kind of a character. Man. You're yeah. You're like a name drop. Yeah. Um. There's another character in there, Yamile. It's Y A M I L E. Mm-hmm. And um, they're also like a name drop. They don't really do anything. But I, I know Ayamale. Ayamale, if you see this, your your name is in the story. Yeah. Um, I might tag her about it. I think she would think that's cool. <laughs> but yeah, so Yamale's name is in the story because I think Yamale is an interesting name. It's just different, you know? Um, but yeah, I don't think there's really a method to the names. But yeah, the four main characters, five main characters, I guess. I thought Gail was like, okay, so Gail, I, I did I Gail, I did put some thought into. I was like, wow, he's like a fleeting character. What's fleeting? Wind. Wind. Gail. Mm. Yeah, Gail. <laughs> so yeah. Oh my gosh, this is so cool. I can't believe this. So hmm. I have I have my stuff written down. Mm-hmm. I just want to think where I want to go next with this. Because Jared, there's so many different ways we can go with this. I could talk about this book myself for like okay. an hour. When it came to the writing process, yep. how did you write it? In Google Docs? In I, I did do it in Google Docs, okay. and then it was converted for, for to make the formatting easier. Apparently, it's easier in just Microsoft Word. Really? I learned that through my publisher. So Did you start off single or double-spaced? Single. Okay. Yeah, I, it's, yeah, it was single. Okay. I don't know the number online. I think she had it like 11 by 6 for the margins, something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'd have to remember. But uh, yeah, so she took the Google Doc, and she... F- she swapped it to Microsoft Word. 
And that's basically the format that it's in right now. And then when I touched up a little bit of the illustrations, because I had to... So, I gave her the story, and then she uh, did the editing and whatnot, but she also added the illustrations, and then she sent it back to me. But I opened it back up on a Google Doc, because that was just easier for me. And then on that format, I removed the illustrations a little bit where they needed to be. And plus, because I had to, I felt like I had to add some more, take some out. So it went from Google Doc to Microsoft Word to back to Google Doc and then submitted to uh, Amazon. So if you were to recommend anybody, would you keep it in a Google Doc? Yeah, I think it's easier for me. And plus, I think I think they have better fonts. That's that that could could be an unpopular opinion. I don't know. Yeah, the fonts did go crazy in that. I I crazy. <laughs> I I think the 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 Google Doc fonts are a little bit better. And the way in which you wrote it too, yeah, because it's in a diary format, yeah, definitely had to help. Yeah, because it was in a way you would write. I'm sure you would write one excerpt and then you would kind of like leave it. And then like, yes. Okay. And, yeah. then, and then you kind of treat it like maybe a couple days later. I would come yes, back exactly. A- exactly. Exactly. Incredible. Exactly. That is that is a little bit of what I would do. And like the um, when they go to the amusement park, I think it was maybe three or four days before that. I know it's not like, oh, he gets... Oh, yeah, because I think it's his birthday. I think it's Daniel's birthday. He gets tickets because his parents give him tickets to Kingdom Come. And then I think in book time, I think a week, a week might pass in book time. But in that week, I think he does. I think he makes two more diary entries. And then he's like, today's the day for Kingdom Come. And I think in real life, I think I wrote that when we got the tickets. And then I believe I went to the Big E between then and then i came back and i was like all right i got some ammunition mm. 18 inch corn dog here we go crazy so i had to put that in the story yeah because i that's a tradition for me i get that every year i go to the biggie dude that is so cool the fact that you took bits and pieces of your life and applied it yeah in here yeah i'm sure that's what most good authors do yeah because i think that everyone has a story to tell and i say that all the time for sure and i guess for you for someone who just started typing away mm-hmm it kind of just comes to fruition because of the way the story is sometimes i'll like you can open up to a random page in this if you wanted to and you could just be like oh wow and then just shut the book just you can just read like one random entry if you do, wanted do, to do you want me to sure let's see what you open up to yeah let's see I'll open up to you can open up to yeah you can open I'll, up to I'll, any I'll page. Kind of open up in like the the a little before the middle okay okay, okay. yeah yeah oh okay um <clears throat> shall i yeah sure sure, sure. okay so for Anyone listening or watching, appreciate you guys. Once again, so if you don't mind me saying, so this story, the way people have been asking me whenever I was trying to like constantly like say, hey, Jared wrote a book. Jared wrote a book. Yeah. I finally wrote, read the book. Yeah. People would ask him, so what's it about? That I, I hate that question. So what's it about? It is so hard for me to answer that it, question. I'm sure the author, it's like, oh my God, what do I say? Because like, like my, my issue is that I don't want to spoil the part one because it's so short. But I feel like this surprise, surprise, we, because, I mean, I guess if they've been listening, they know that Gale commits on Alivent, you know? He commits on Alive. But, like, if you're a new reader, that's going to blindside you, you know? Yeah. And then there's the rest of the story. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's so hard to talk about because I don't know what to spoil and what not to spoil. Right. Because I can be like, oh, in part one, uh, one of the main characters commits suicide the main character Daniel, main character Daniel, if you if 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 you think he's the main character, has to deal with that. Yeah. 
but like at that point the, the surprise is ruined for you but you still had a good experience I as you told me phenomenal experience so like jared it was phenomenal it's hard for me to talk about as soon about as it. i started reading yeah definitely once i got to the gale part yeah i was too far in yeah yeah i think that's kind of where things truly begin mm-hmm. from my perspective because i'm sure many people yeah. have different different takes on it design method for for designing the book or writing the book if you make it through part one then in theory i should have you, you yes because in part one I, i'm kind of laying out what the entire book is going to be like and i'm sure you talk with some people and i'm sure you're all you've probably done your research on authors or like looked into certain things they always say like you always want to get the reader within the first honestly like paragraph yeah but the first act to the first chapter yeah you want to make sure that it holds some sort of substance to to what the rest of the book's gonna be like yes like like for a movie it's told that if you make a movie the first 10 to 15 minutes to show you what the rest of the movie is going to be like like if there's going to be extreme gore throughout the whole movie you want to have extreme gore yeah so people will be like oh i don't want to watch this and walk out if they want to or not watch it you know Mm -hmm. so um so let me yeah describe yeah. describe how how so, you've so, been telling so this the story. is this is my if someone were to just take a copy and paste you just look up this book on Google and yep. then you click what is this book about yeah for me it's and these are my words not yep. Jared's my words it is about a group of high school friends mm-hmm. through the lens and the perspective of one of these friends. Good whose name, that, that's whose good. name is Daniel Nick. Yeah. And all of these friends as a whole kind of go through their own trials and tribulations. Yeah. That kind of have an impact on not only themselves, but each other throughout yes. the story. Yeah. That's and that's, it's and it's it's through and, and once again, like through the eyes of Daniel, but in a diary format. Yes. That's kind of what I say. That's is that, good. Is that a fair? I had never actually considered I mean, of course I did. But I never considered telling people that, like, they all affect each other. Yeah. Because they really do. They do. They for sure do. Like, Oliver, that poor guy, when you... When... You... when... Let me not. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm, me... like, I'm like, I'm like, are we yeah. in spoiler yet? Let me not. No. Okay. No, no, not yet. Because I'm like, wow, when you find out Oliver's doing stuff, like, in the background, you're like, wow. Yes. What a, what a nice kid. Yes. So, like, Oliver has become a, a, a favorite of the, of the people who've read the book. Most definitely. Shout out to Oliver. Yeah, shout out to Oliver. Can't believe that Oliver is from your brain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, All I of did. them. Yeah. They're from here. Yeah. You did that. Good for I, you. I did do that. That's crazy to think about. So, oh my gosh, this isn't the part I opened up to. Let's find something else. Let's play let's do yeah. it randomly again. Let's try. Let's see what we can get here. Not this one. Okay. okay, <laughs> okay. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. I saw... Uh, I, was in, I was in 20... 18. That's yes, a, yes. See, okay. you can even find where you were like that. Yes, no that. need for a bookmark in this book. No need for a bookmark. Crazy. This book just... It's like a thought of everything. It does wonders. And... Okay, I'll just I'll just say this. So, once again, it's in diary format. Mm-hmm. So, you have March 24th, 2018. I love how you're about to listen to your own words. <laughs> Dear Diary, Oliver got his license today. Let's go! <laughs> Let's go. Now I have a chauffeur. Plus, we have our own ride for the amusement park now, so that's a good thing. I have my permit right now, and I'll probably be able to get my license sometime around October, probably. And we're in October right now, Jared. It's so crazy. 
I also think I'm coming down with a cold. I hate being sick so much. I wish the sickness would get sick and die. Incredible. (laughs) (laughs) But of course, I'm not that lucky, so I'll just have to deal with it. I think I'll just do some homework and watch TV or something. I'm too tired to do anything. It's just so real. Yeah. It seems like something I would say. I wish the sickness would get sick and die. Yeah. Jared, that's a bar. (laughs) (laughs) Jared, you knew you were clicking right there. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, that's awesome. But yeah, and that's just one. And there's so many. Yeah, there's so many. it's as if you start all over again in high school. Yeah. And you kind of just grow with someone. And I feel like you feel them growing as you read it. Yeah, so that's that's another thing, which is... Because I started writing this when I was a sophomore in high school, right? And I finished it when I was a senior in college. Wow. I'm a, I'm a super senior. I'm a fifth-year senior. Four and a half or fifth? This is my fifth year. Starting this semester? No, 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 no. Like, I'm in my fifth year right now. Really? Yeah. Fall. This fall started my fifth year wow. of being a senior. Good well, for you. Wait, yeah. are you done? I forgot. Are you done in the winter? Or are you? I'm done spring? in the spring. So I, I we should be this. graduating together. I, I will think. say this. So mm. I'm graduating in the fall. Oh, that's crazy! I'm, I'm, I'm walking in the spring. Oh, look at that! Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, we'll okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> we'll do something, but uh, yes. So you start, yeah, yeah. Wrote, so wrote, I started. I started writing it my sophomore year in high school. Wow. And I'd like to imagine that now, I'm my writing skills have gotten better. Yes. So I think it's really cool to imagine that Daniel's writing also gets better. Mm. from the beginning of the book to the end of the book. Yes. Because in the beginning of the book, he's writing more simple things like, oh, well, this is my day. These are my friends. And And by the end of the book, by the end of the book, he's like, to be or not to be? (laughs) (laughs) Is this what happiness is? Yeah. Can I ever be happy? Right. Stuff like that. Incredible. And that's just like, he he started off not wanting to have a diary. That he called it a journal. He called it a journal. Yeah. And it's, mm. he started with diary and was like, no, nah, that's what girls do. He striked it through. It was yeah. like, nah, journal. Yeah. And then Casey was like, but, but, but I'm a girl and you like me. Because he's like, ah, diaries are for girls. But she hit him. She hit him with the facts. She did. And he was like, damn, never thought of it like that. So cool, dude. Where did you, or what would you credit your writing skills to? And I feel that a lot of people, when it comes to reading mm-hmm. or writing, they expect every so often lots of big words. Yeah. Where do you, or how do you feel like you've gained more of a vocabulary or a vernacular over time? That's a really good question, actually. <laughs> What's really funny is I I try, I don't think I, I mean, I probably did. I don't think I used the thesaurus that often for writing that book. Maybe if I did, it maybe like. So there was, there were, you think there was times where you were like, "What would be a good word to go here?" And you I think it was more like, "What would be?" I don't want to use the same word again. True. I don't think it was more of like, "Oh, what's a good word?" I think it was like, "I just don't want to use this word again." True. So I was like, "Oh, what's a what's a word like it?" You know. That's fair. So um. But so you did sometimes look into things to. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. But I think that. I know that my me personally like my writing and English had to improve because it would improve for Daniel over time. Cause like he starts as a freshman, freshmen are dumb, you know? And then by a senior, he's like thinking about life and that's, that's a mighty big leap from the years before. Right. And by then he's also had multiple life changing things happen to him that he constantly has to think about, which mm-hmm. I assume are always on his mind too, you know? But I think that like my vernacular, I'm trying to, ah, 
I don't know, really. Because I just know that I watch... I consume a lot of media. I watch a lot of anime. A lot of I watch a lot of movies. I watch a lot of TV. I play video games all the time. And, and sometimes the, just certain words will just stick with you? Yes. Wow. Sometimes certain lines just stick with me. Sometimes I get ideas off of things. Sometimes I think of scenes I would like to write in my head. And then I'm like, that'd be a really cool idea for a story one day. I'll I'll keep that line in my brain or write it down, you know? Or I'll be like, oh, I can do that with that word. That'd be really cool. Like, one of my... For the third story I want to write, it's always cooking in the back of my mind. One of the... One of the things that I want to write, one of the lines I want to write is, do you ever look down when you're flying above the cities, you know? And then another one is, well, how far do you have to go until the man becomes a monster? Mm. Or like, when does when does a candle become a flame, you know? Or like, when does that flame turn into a wildfire? Stuff All like that. All these things sound like they would be in an anime. They, they, they yeah. could be. They could be. I saw... I didn't tell you this, but I was seeing, I was watching this show. Yeah. It's called Soul Eater. Yeah. Jared, it was so good. Uh-huh. I finished it yesterday. My brother watched it. Soul it Eater has. so good. Soul Eater has kid death. Death the kid. Yeah, death the kid. Death the kid. The first three episodes is like breaking down the characters. And yeah. We, and I've never seen an anime do this, which I loved so much. Yeah. It's as they introduce the character, they would, uh, you would hear this narrator and it would go, and, their, er, and his name mm-hmm. is... And then it would be like... Oh, oh wait, and that one has um Excalibur too, right? Yes. Oh. Excalibur! <laughs> I love it. I love it <laughs> what's, so what's much. The, what's, I'm trying to think of the scene um with, with the butler. I think it also has something to do with, like, yeah, because they're trying to solve a murder mystery. Yeah. And in the background, the butler's, like, keeps flipping the knife or whatnot. And, like, <laughs> yeah. like blood. And, and then he goes, I think <laughs> who killed. Yeah. And then Excalibur, because Excalibur, the beauty, um, not to get too, too sidetracked, but, I mean, of course, we can. Yeah. <laughs> so, with Soul Eater, great anime for anyone that's interested. Yep. Or just interested in a good show. One of the things that's so awesome about the show is they'll take certain fantasies or legends throughout mm-hmm. throughout time and kind of incorporate it in one show like Greek mythology's in there a little bit mm-hmm. and then you have Excalibur which is that would be what the not the what, what would you call it during like the times of chivalry like uh, the, I guess that'd just ages. be like medieval medieval times yes, yeah yes, or yes, middle yes. ages I yeah, guess yeah, yeah middle ages sure and you have the lots of people know the legend of King Arthur yep. raises Excalibur out of the the stone. Yep. And you have this sword, and honestly, like you first meet him within the first few episodes because these characters, Black Star and Death, the kid, yeah. they want to find the sword and, and become great. Mm-hmm. And they think they're going to get this all powerful weapon, which in a way he is, but he's really just this <laughs> hilarious, wise but cocky. He's just there to have fun, bro. Sarcastic guy. Uh-huh. Who can? Yeah, he can turn into a sword, but like he, he's literally just a guy with a with a cane, <laughs> yeah. and just kind of goes like fool. Like he just—that's yeah. what he says. That's, that's his. That's his signature line and, and phrase. And he'll say, "In order to wield me, you must listen to my one thousand provisions." <laughs> so he'll say, "Like <laughs> provision number five hundred fifty-three, one must walk three paces behind me if you're following me." <laughs> yeah. Like something as dumb as that, and it's so great. And every time people listen to his tale, by the end. They're like, I don't want you. Yeah, they're, they're like, it's not worth it. To victory and glory. And they're like, all right, you're not worth it. See <laughs> you're not worth it. <laughs> and they'll just stay in soap until soap pulls them out again. Out again. <laughs> and, and I was watching. Mm-hmm. I was watching the show yesterday. And I got to find this line. Because it was so cold, Jared. 
It was so cold. Mm-hmm. Let me... Let me Ooh. find this. Let me find this. Let me find this. Um, here's me talking to my friend who put me on, and I said that 51 episodes is criminal. But I want to find this. Oh, okay. This is one crazy bar. All right, all right. Show. You've chosen the demon. I can do nothing more for you. What? What? That's crazy. I can do nothing more for you. That's crazy. Not even the you've chosen the demon part. Just, Just I, I, I can, can do, do nothing, nothing more. more. That's 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 it. That's cool. That's on man. you. That's on you. That's cool. Dude, it was so good. Mm-hmm. Guess what I started today though. Don't know if you've seen it. What? It couldn't have been Demon Slayer. No, you already watched Demon Slayer. Love Kimitsu no Yaba. Let me just say it. I'm yes. Just... Yes. Okay. Black Clover. Really? Jared. You are going to be... Now, nothing's compared to One Piece. You'll, you'll, you'll breeze through. Jared. Jared. Bro, Asta, Wizard King? Everyone told me. Yeah. It said, you've seen One Piece. Yeah. You've seen Naruto. Yeah. You will love Black Clover. I uh-huh. said, why? Uh-huh. They go, just trust me. Mm-hmm. First episode, I'm going to be the Wizard King. Sold. <laughs> <laughs> Jared, I'm sold. Before you came here, I was on the, I was on the second episode. Uh-huh. I, I had to pause it. I, I was sold. You have this guy who's like, uh, this is how I'm going to be the Wizard King. No, nah, I'm telling you, Asta different. That's what everyone says that. No, Asta's different. They say Asta different. That's like, you can, you can compare Asta to Naruto, but, like, Asta's different. Asta's, like... Literally, like, okay. So you've seen the show. I, I, I couldn't finish it. I've seen all of the season one. I watched it both. Really? I, yeah, when it was first coming out, I watched it um, subbed, and then I watched it dubbed watching it when it right came now. out on Toonami. And I'm enjoying it right now. I, 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 I mess with his voice. I like it. But there's just something about... No, Asta's like Rock yeah. Lee if Rock Lee were Naruto. Yes. That's the best way I can describe it. Like, if, yes. if Rock Lee was Naruto, that's what Asta is. There's something about characters, mm-hmm. whether it's in books, whether it's in animes, shows, movies, mm-hmm. where when they have a dream, and you see that they truly mean it, yeah, and they're willing to sacrifice everything for that dream, yeah. There's just something about that that really gets someone hooked, yeah, and gets someone wanting to root for them, yeah, or taking that motivation that they have and, and, and applying it, it to yourself, yourself yeah, which yeah. is what makes anime so I think that's the magic in anime and some people just don't get that and they just don't get they it they just don't get it they, they overlook it they look into they, they like, oh it's a the, cartoon the Japanese comedy aspect yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 and they'll just be like no but if you truly are open minded yeah and are truly willing to appreciate art for what it is yeah that's just what it does like a lot of American cartoons just can't do that Maybe besides like Avatar: The Last Airbender, but that's not a fully American cartoon anyway. Yeah, but that that cart that 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 show was just different. Yes, it was just different for its time. So I will say this, so mm. I don't act like I'm a liar. I saw Avatar growing up. Yeah, never saw it in order, like start to finish. Really? So after Black Clover, I'm watching Avatar start to finish. Really? And I don't remember how it ends. I, which is incredible. That is that is a journey you need to go on yourself. I will, and I'll let you know. I I would I would love to watch Korra after. Like yeah, Korra? you can watch Korra. Why'd you say it like that? Like, you don't... You don't I mean, have to. Like, you don't have to, <laughs> but, like, I've seen all of Korra. Yeah. The fun thing about Korra is how... I don't even know if it's spoiler. It's, like, <laughs> every season, she just gets shit on. And, like... It's kind of how it is, though. That That's very true. 
I can't describe it more than that. It's no, like, she d- definitely gets rocked. Though. No, she gets, every season. Oh, she cannot catch a break. So I've been watching Boruto. Yeah. As well, I could have easily finished with Jared. I had a wall. I finally made it throughout the whole Naruto universe. Yeah. But there's no more dub. Oh. So I'm kind of having like a little like leap problem. Uh-huh. uh-huh. It's like, just do it. But mm-hmm. it's like, I, I'm so used to the voices in English. Yeah, I get it. I get it. That happens. And I'm going to do it. I'm going to just keep watching. I'll, f- I'll finish the rest in sub. Mm-hmm. For Bleach, I expected that change. Mm-hmm. Bleach, I had no problem doing that. But for Naruto, I just love their voices so much in mm-hmm. English. And for Boruto, which I love by the way. Don't mm-hmm. understand why people crap on Boruto. Those people probably saw the filler episodes. I did not. Mm-hmm. I watched all the canon. I love it. Mm-hmm. That's kind of um the problem that I've been facing with that. But Yeah, yeah. But when it comes to... I'm not... Wait, wait. I just totally like lost myself. In my Black Clover? Pro- probably. Just just know what Black Clover... Like, yeah, yeah. Back to what you said. I'm going to get through it. Yep. I'm going to fly through it. Yep. But this is a perfect segue. Oh, wait. Avatar The Last Airbender, maybe. Mm. Perfect segue. Oh, 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 No, actually, yes, I remember. In Boruto, the reason... Because you said about Korra. Yeah. In Boruto, oh, yeah, 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 have, yeah, have yeah, you yeah. Seen, have you seen Boruto? I'm not caught up anymore. But I have seen Boruto. Well, you've seen enough to know... Th- Dude, Sasuke has been getting cooked! He's beginning to been, I, You know what's really funny about that? I've been seeing stuff on YouTube and like Instagram about it, and every time I'm like, bro, what are they doing to my boy? Because I don't know what's happening, but I've this seen so many like the, the titles, the headings being like, bro, Sasuke is getting. Where is he? He's, like, is he missing right now? No, he's actually been getting pieced up. <laughs> where <laughs> bro, no. Because way. My, my problem with the end of Naruto mm-hmm. was I didn't like how it ended. I'm mm-hmm. not a fan of how the gra- I loved the f- I won't say what but I loved the, that that fight the fight yeah that everyone was waiting for yeah but I was not a fan of how the whole thing with Madara was going which was phenomenal I yeah. thought that was peak yeah and then of like you make him too strong for his own good B- are we bro, serious that, that's crazy are we actually serious you right know now? Kishimoto wrote himself into a hole he was like I can't kill him I need to find which something which is apparently what happened yeah he's like I need to find something to like absorb him he can't have him. a win but he literally should not have lost yeah exactly he would not have lost no like like Itachi like, uh, yes. like it, bro yeah. Itachi 1v1ing any, that's why Itachi had to die yeah because he'd be like oh there just, was just, just call Itachi that's why it was beautifully written because mm-hmm. you have the fact that you have these characters mm-hmm. but I was just thinking to myself Ever since I've been watching Boruto, where it's they just shouldn't have brought this whole alien thing into it. God, I cause, feel because now if they don't go all out, yeah, it's not good. They're kind of in a Dragon Ball Z point. Um, yep, everything problem. is always like, where it's, end like of it's either the you world. go all in. Yep. Or, it's or, not, or you don't have a story or anymore. Everything else before all in is irrelevant. Because if if any if any if any problem they face is never like alien trying to eat the world or blow up the world it's not it's like a little problem exactly you know and you know that they can easily just but now that the fact that this keeps happening yeah which i'm not fully caught up mm-hmm. i do think i'll read the manga because i hear it's really good <laughs> they keep getting pieced up <laughs> i hear it's really good but dude boruto and his own story and and, and Sokka, that's gonna be i think i see a lot of potential mm-hmm. but 
when it comes to Sasuke and Naruto right now, mm-hmm. I'm a little perplexed. I'm not going to hold you. <laughs> but somebody told this, told me this the other day, and they said, imagine if yeah. they started Naruto with, um, with Lord Fourth. Okay. Imagine if they started with him or back to Hashirama. Yeah. And that's when it all started. You still yeah. call it Naruto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. imagine it started back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And then, like, until just now, we're getting to when Naruto's born. That'd be crazy. They could still do it. Where they start from the before and then if they're watching. They could still do it. You know what that'd be like? But that'd imagine be like, if they did that. That'd be oh calling, like, episodes one, two, not one, two, three. Four. No, yeah. That'd be like calling episodes one, two, three of Star Wars Luke. Even though Luke comes in episode four, you know? Yeah. That'd That's be crazy. Exactly how it would be. That'd be that, crazy. Wouldn't that be brilliant if they did that? I would love to see that. That'd be that'd be you see, incredible. You see Kakashi's dad, the white fang. Yeah, 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 so yeah. So yeah. much potential there. Mm-hmm. Don't know if they'll ever do it. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking about that. But this is um, a perfect segue back into your book. Mm-hmm. And I know that you and I have chatted about this just a tiny bit, Jared. Just yep. a tiny bit. Just yeah, a little yeah. appetizer. But what animes? Because I know by the end of the book, I go that. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I knew. Honestly, halfway through the book, I was like, that son of a bitch, he's giving me the anime. Yeah, he's he's going to do it. He's gonna no way he's going to do it. I, I was like, there's no way Jared is actually about to do what I think he's going to do. Uh-huh. And you did it. I did. And, and you did it. I did. I did. You did it, you asshole. You did it. Yeah. The, the fact but that... But it, it was awesome. Yeah, the fact that people were... Some people who, who like, did watch Your Lie in April, I, that's one of my like, top five put, anime of all time. Thank you for putting me on. A yeah. Beautiful show. Top five anime of all time for me. Um, it didn't start off that way when I was writing it. As I told you, it was just like, what's going to happen? But I knew I needed to somehow. Yeah, I don't know have how. it be an inspiration or. No, it's like, I don't know how. Should, should, should we should we go into spoilers? <sighs> Chat, what do we think? Now imagine. Because um, <laughs> it'd be easier to talk about. Do you, do you want to? You're, it's your book. I feel like I might have to. Okay. Yeah, yeah. For anybody that's. That hasn't read the book that really wants to. Yes. I would somehow fast forward. Or or timestamp. Or timestamp. Read here, the book. Maybe. Yep. Come back to this. Also, it has very, very good illustrations. Yes. They be- yeah. Before, like, anything spoilery happens, the illustrations in the book are so good. They're so good. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's all because of Jasmine. Jasmine did me so good. I cannot talk about the book without talking about her, like I say all the time. But, she like, did a wonderful job. Every day I wake up. I appreciate the illustrations that she did for me more and more. But the way you told me when I texted you after to like see and you tell me, I won't, I won't say it just yet, but you told me this is what they really were. Yeah. I was floored. Yeah. And it re- it just made so much sense. And the yeah. illustrations, I feel like, were perfectly placed. Yeah. It everything just lined up so well, man. It, it does. And when you, so if, if like now knowing that, if, if you were to read it, it a second time, it's a whole different experience. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I guess this would be the start of spoilers. Yes. So, so say what happened. Do you want to see what happens in your line in April or do you want to? Yeah. So in your line in April, um, the main character, Kosei, he ends up falling in love with this girl named Kaori, right? But she lies to him. In the month of April, and I guess I don't need to really say what the lie is, but the point is, is that she heavily alludes that she does not like him, and oh my god, it's so sad. Oh, she she alludes 
or Kosei just assumes that she doesn't like him because of the things that she would say, right? Although, whenever they're together, it'd be, like, crazy, cute, romantic moments, and they would always leave him perplexed, confused, yeah. you know? So, she has an illness, which is slowly killing her, and it's very unfortunate, it's really sad, because she loves being around her friends, and she loves her life and whatnot, and she also loves playing music. And Kosei also loves playing music. And by the end of the story, you find out that when she was a kid and Kosei was a kid, he hated playing the piano because his mom was forcing him to do it. But when he was playing the piano, she was in the crowd one day and she fell in love with how he was playing the piano, which inspired her to fall in love with violin and music, right? And from him playing, she learned that you can inspire people through your music. So later in life, when Kosei's still depressed, she ends up finding him and basically and he became tone deaf by the way yeah he became tone deaf so he actually genuinely not only what did he hate playing he couldn't even play no he couldn't even play yeah because that's like how so much he he, yeah, he yeah, learned he, to hate it he had crazy anxiety too. so so yeah. yeah it came to a point where she returned the favor by inspiring him again to love music by them playing together and then also by the end you learn that she was in love with him the entire time and she gave him like the love of life back and it's it's so adorably painfully oh. hurtful but also really cute yeah because he thinks that she does not love her but he has the fattest crush on her and she doesn't want him to feel the pain of her being hurt because she knows she's gonna die so like why start it if it's not gonna go anywhere which you is, know? that would be unfair to him yes it would which be is true mm-hmm. so in my story <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you <laughs> son of a bitch so in my story um daniel nick just just regular average kid which i like to i assume he's like average and it could have been anybody the way that i like to think about it very relatable character yes very relatable the way that i like to think about it is could have been anybody right daniel could have been anyone writing in this diary and the second main character or primary main character depending on how you want to view it casey gardner she enters his life she enters his life like nobody's business and the way that I like to think about it, it's all up to interpretation, even though I'm the author. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't know at this point. Yeah. Is that she decides that she wants to live for herself and she wants to get the most out of life for her and be unburdened by like everything, right? So she ends up, she starts dating Daniel, who once again could have been anybody. I just think that he was like right place, right time, mm-hmm. maybe. And they end up falling very much so in love with each other. But she ends up in the hospital. And then Daniel finds out that she is going to die. And the like this this whole second half of the story, I think, is just him dealing with that. Because there's she knew this from the get-go. And that that means that she lied about a lot of things for a long time. For at least two and a half years, mm-hmm. you know? And that and like her whole family lied about it too, yep. which is which is crazy to me, because I, like, I wrote it. That's crazy to me. That's crazy to me, Mario. Jared, that is. Cra- I keep fr- like it's. I know you wrote it, but it's so. It is such a good plot. I just can't believe that someone in my generation could, uh-huh. do, could do this. So so impressive. Yeah, tying it back to your line, April, a little bit. The idea, it wasn't exactly one for one there, but when I realized when I okay, so starting off, I knew I wanted Casey to die. Like, from the get-go. Really? Yes. I didn't know how she was going to die, but I knew so I wanted Casey her to die. Gardner. 
Mm-hmm. She's got to go. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so two things new from the get go. I Damn. knew. I knew that Gail had to die, but that was basically because like writing for him was hard at the time. <laughs> but I was like, I can't. I gotta make his Life death mean something. Rough for the kid. Yeah. So I was like, all right. I need Casey Gardner to die. I don't know how I'm gonna do it, but I know it has to be some type of slow burn, right? Jared was so slow. Yeah. So slow. Yeah. Oh. And I I I didn't necessarily get inspired by your line April, but it just it felt turned like it. into that a little bit it felt like it. by accident. <laughs> but it was still good. So I was like, oh damn, this is a little bit like your line April. How do I make it different? So instead of it just like being dropped on you and then you deal with it. Or, you know, instead of being dropped on you and then that's it, right? I was like, okay, well, what if it's told to Daniel and then you watch as the decay happens Because the beautiful over... thing is you, you milked it beautifully. Like, you're with him the entire time as he's yeah. thinking about it and then thinking about everything and that you're like, your line April doesn't do that. And plus, on top of that, my brother, I told him to watch it because I love that show, like yeah. top five anime of all time. Yeah. He watched it. He didn't get it. And I was like, you... He read the book and then watched it? No, he watched it. He watched it, I think, a year after I did. And I watched it back in 2014. So I told my brother back in, like, 2015 or so that he should watch it in April. This book came out in last year, right? I told my brother to watch it in April, like, top five anime of all time for me, right? And he was like, yeah, I'll watch it. He watched it. He was like, I didn't get it. And I was like, what is wrong with you? Why don't you, why, why, why aren't you hurt like I am? Yeah. And he was like, I was just waiting. I was waiting for the show to end because I didn't want to watch it. I got bored. That's crazy. And I was like, there ain't no way, bro. The beautiful thing about it, hmm. about your line, April, is not, it's probably definitely very popular in Japan, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But not everyone watches anime. No. So you're able to take some inspiration from it. Yes. Give a plot to such a good plot from that show. Yeah. And kind of sprinkle a little bit of that in here. Yeah. Because I, I, it just I, makes for such a beautiful story. I do like to think that I made it different enough. You did. <clears throat> because I focus on a completely different thing. And plus, there's also no music, and it's also in a diary. And there's so, no animation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, not nothing. It's just yeah. words. That was just, that one's just pictures in your mind, yes. you know? So, I, I do think I did a good job um, making it different, but I, I it just just hurt me that my brother didn't get it. But he's, he said that, like, this made him tear up. So, that means that he didn't get the show, but he got that. So I did a good job with something. I think in the whole decline stage mm-hmm. towards the end, mm-hmm. I feel that most people can, they know somebody that had a relative or mm-hmm. a close one go through something like this, or they themselves have. Mm-hmm. To where they were able to relate to that. So where it wasn't as, oh, Daniel's watching Casey. It's as if I'm reliving me watching my whoever. Yeah. Or this person's whoever. Yeah. Which you did such a good job at. Mm Mm-hmm. Because it's really kind of how it goes. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, it really is. And I love how you sprinkled in the, I'm pretty sure it was at the movie theaters where he hands her the soda or like the thing that oh, soda and then she drops it or yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what it was yeah yeah I think they're at the mall or wherever it was yeah, yeah wherever, wherever it was wherever it was I think it was a mall you, you definitely know it you're the author I my memory's shot yeah yeah that's fine it's just, but it's same premise though yeah yeah location she drops she drops but yeah the soda he hands her, hands her hands her uh, 
thing of soda. Oh, Jasmine drew it too. And yeah, and she she drops it. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where it's, oh, like it's whatever shit happens. Mm-hmm. I be dropping shit. I get it. I drop stuff. But then once I forget what the second thing happens. I don't know if it was immediately hospital or if it no. was no piggyback ride. Yeah, we're the piggyback it. ride. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Damn, I'm good. Yeah, you, <laughs> yeah. It was, it was, it was yo, for that one, for that one, I knew I was cooking with that one. <laughs> yeah. It's the piggyback ride because she. I'm trying to think specifically. I don't remember if she. F- no, I think Daniel pushes her. I think Daniel pushes her. Yeah, I think Daniel pushes horse, her. They're horsing around. Yeah, they're horsing around. I think Daniel pushes her, and then she falls into like a pile of leaves or whatever. Yep. It's, it's during the fall, and. She's like, give me a piggyback ride. And he's like, I'm already wearing your backpack and my backpack. Yep. And she's like, but I'll wear both the backpacks. It'll be so fun because, like, you get to lift me home. (laughs) And he's like, yeah, sure, whatever. And then he carries her home. But it's because she couldn't walk that you know once you give it the second read. When I... When I was reading it, that that was suspect to me Mm -hmm. at the time. Mm Mm-hmm. And knowing you, okay, here's the thing. Mm. Knowing you wrote it, I was trying to figure out, okay, what is Jared trying to play here? <laughs> the wrong I was game. trying to the find wrong game is wrong. I, I, I was after each each page, I flipped. I'm like, <laughs> okay, Jared. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was one of those things where it's, yeah, I, I was trying to figure out where you're trying to go because I knew that people got hurt in this book, mm-hmm. like by reading the book. Mm-hmm. I knew that at the very least, and I go, mm-hmm. okay, that doesn't surprise me. Jared loves to get creative with shit, yeah. so. When I was reading it, I was trying to figure out, okay, where is the, where is it gonna, where's the angle? Where is it gonna come from? Mm-hmm. I was trying to figure that out. But once it was the hospital part, I was like, Jared, you son of a bitch! Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was so mad! I was so mad! Because it was one of those things where this book, honestly, honestly, if you mm-hmm. really want me to sound like a cinema YouTuber breakdown, uh, breaking down your book, it's one of those things where it's, yeah, there's there's beauty and there's ma- many many great aspects to life, but more times than not, it's not fair. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. as good as things may seem, as good as it may might feel like it could possibly get. This world can bring you up just to bring you down. Yep. And the outside of the book, the cover, mm-hmm. and the illustrations really make you feel like oh, look, it's a nice like happy go lucky book. Mm-hmm. Happily ever after. Those 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 words are falling. Those words those words are falling, Mario. Jared, they are. They I didn't are. Even realize that? Really? I didn't even realize that. This, They're this... falling. They're okay. So so. Shit. In design of the book, right? I'm telling you, that is a simple design on the outside. Yes. Once you read it and then you look at it, so, this cover hurts you. So this is a more of like a. It, it it seems innocent. Yeah. It seems chill. Yeah. But in really, like, this is deep. Mario, everything... I, okay, so, first of all, precarious means it's likely to fall. I did not know that. Yeah. So that's something else the publisher and I talked about. I was like, um, I feel like the, the, the title was so dumb. Precarious means likely to fall? Yeah, like... That's the definition. That's of- what precarious means. Something's likely to fall over. Why did my dumb ass not look up the definition? So, I I, so, I, I see my publisher... Like, I feel like you know. My publisher, she actually told me that. I was like, I feel like the, the cover is so stupid and it has precarious in it. So, like, what if people don't know what the word is? And she was like, Jared, first of all, I think the title is perfect because it tells people what they're going to... Like, tells people what to expect if they're paying attention, right? And I was like, yeah, but what about, like, if they don't know the word? 
And she was like, Jared, you should want fans and readers of your, the audience you want should be people who either know the word already or they'll see the word and they'll be like, oh, I don't know that word. And then look it up. And I was like, I should have. She She's cooking with that. I feel like my mind was just telling me, you know the word. Like, you'll be okay. Mm-hmm. I should have. No, something's precarious that's likely to fall Genius, Jared! It's it's a precarious Damn. precarious Casey Gardner, Mario. And the words are falling if you look at them. I'm like, looking! I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm telling you. Bastard! And, like, you could, you could even argue that the cover is just the sky. Which, that's how kind of how I... I felt it was. You're falling out of the sky, Mario. Oh, you're an asshole, man. Every like the second reread, this be it'd be crazy. Every time you read this book, I cannot wait to hand this to my children and say, "Good luck." <laughs> every Damn. time you read that book, there is something new. Like I just told you three things about the cover, like the sky, precarious, and then the words are falling. That's just three things, and it, like that's not even talking about the illustrations, Mario. First page one. <laughs> Oh, that region was great. Mario. <laughs> Mario, page one. By the end of the book, you learn that Casey's the one who, who did all the illustrations. Yes. There is nothing in the book telling you that Daniel is the one doing the illustrations, but there's nothing in the book telling you that he's not either. Yes. So, like... And, and then so the whole time, I was like... I was thinking to myself, is... Is Daniel really doing this? Because I was like, mm, he doesn't seem like the type that would. But I was mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm going to just... I'm gonna just leave it at how it is. Yeah, yeah, I try yeah. to think about it. I gotta pay attention to the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it hits you. No, and I think you were the one to tell me. I think you were the one to tell me. Yeah, I think like the second to I think Casey's last. No, no, line, but she, no, but she, she, she did say. She said, "I'm pretty sure she said." I, le- I think she's she like, said, "I left you some yes poor illustrations." Yes, in here. yes, that yeah. And I think that she thinks they're poor because she's having trouble with her hands. You know. But, like, page one, technically page two. Look, that's her right there. She's looking at you when you open the book. Page one, she's with you, Mario. That's so trippy. Page one, she's reading this with you. That is so trippy. You are, you, when you... The fact that he... I I love... What was the reason you made him bring the diary to the hospital? Um, okay. So, over the course of the story... Well, did you know that you wanted... You knew the, oh. the plot. You knew the, you the plot. Oh, it's yeah. It's just a matter of figuring out how to incorporate oh, it. Oh, yeah. I knew <laughs> by the end of part one, I knew I had to get Casey writing in this diary somehow. Oh, Jerry. And I was like, I was like, how do I get her? Jared, that's like someone else getting a hold of the death note, Jared. <laughs> Jared, Jared, that is so good. I was like, throughout the entire book, you're, you're, same font, same font, same signature, except for one day where he doesn't sign his name. Something new that's... Every time you read the book, you're gonna do. You're gonna see something new. There's one day that Daniel does not sign his name in this book because at the end of every single entry, he signs his name. Yes, he does. I guess there's two times he doesn't sign his name, but yeah. So you go through the whole book, and it's all Daniel all the time. And then you get to you get to you get to May Fourth, 2019, and then and the font's different, and you're like, hmm. and it starts off with Dear Daniel, not Dear Diary, not Dear Journal. And then you're like, wow. And her writing. Like, it doesn't look bad, but, like, it's not it's not perfect. Yeah. But she writes for, like, a decent, like, at least six, seven pages, you know? Six, seven pages of pain, Jared. <laughs> Jared. That's, that's what I Jared. Jared, when I was when I was reading, when yeah. I first started. Okay, Jared, when I first read Dear Daniel. Oh, it's, wait, wait. 
Nine. Nine pages. I'll, I'll, I'll count one more time. I'll count one more time. One. Two, three. Four, five. Six, seven. Eight, nine. Crazy. And then the flowers at the end? I hate you. She said, she said, <laughs> I love you enjoying this. I, I left some poor drawings here. It's in, it's in the PS. It's not even in the, yes. in the direct state. It's post-statement, Mario. Crazy. Jared, that's brilliant. But yeah, I left some poor drawings here and there. Uh, plus, these flowers are for you. Enjoy. In my opinion, men deserve to be given more flowers. Because the thing is, which, which, you know what's crazy? Hmm. I feel that we've kind of heard that statement a lot mm-hmm. so many more times. I feel like at CCSU, mm-hmm. from many different people that we know, or just like, I feel like we've kind of been people to kind of promote that, yeah. that whole thing. Men deserve their flowers. Yeah. I actually kind of brought that up the other day, where, where they say men don't get the flowers until they die. Yeah. And it's true. Men do deserve their flowers, which you deserve yours. You deserve you deserve a whole garden. <laughs> Dude, I when I was reading and I got to the Dear Daniel part, Jared, I said no, he did not. I was hurt. Mm-hmm. Right when that happened, I, like that that's when I uh, the gangster tears. I was like <laughs> I had to take a, had a quick breath. Mm-hmm. I had to really lock in. Mm-hmm. And the thing is too is she never woke up after she wrote. No. After she wrote what she had to say to leave her peace. Mm-hmm. So she got to read the whole story, his whole she story, will, his whole diary. She will never hear what Daniel's counter to her stupid invention was. Which was, oh my God, dude. Mario, it was so hard trying to think of like... Did you cry invention. at all yourself? When I was writing it? Or at least feel the pain? Oh, I felt. I felt. Yeah, I felt things. <laughs> I was like... It, you missed Okay, all right, ladies and gentlemen, let, let, me, give, <laughs> let me give an interpretation. Let me give... Let me give her uh, the the example, or let me give the um, representation of exactly what Jared did when he was writing the, the these last few pages. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a couple moments I did that exact same thing, right? Yeah. It yeah. was when it was when Daniel is in the grocery store and he comes across Gail's mom. And he can't talk. Oh. And he can't talk. Oh. And she's so nice. She's so nice. And he can't talk. Because he's like, oh, my God, I didn't do what I could have done. And I haven't I haven't talked to this woman. And, like, he used to be over her house all the time. But he hasn't talked to this woman. He hasn't, like, thought. He's tried not to think about her. But he's thought about her son. But, like, he, he was like, oh, I'm just never going to see her again. And then he's, like, right there. Right there in front of his face. And he can't talk. I bet so many people have had something like that happen to them. Yeah. So, like, when I was writing that, I was like, oh, that's that's good. <laughs> Oh yeah, and then the other moment I had was when um, it might be no, it's something Casey. I think it might be one of the last things she says. No, maybe she tells Daniel in the graveyard. That was another good one too. When they go to uh, Gail's grave, yes, and she's like, "I lied," or like, "I don't." I hope he wasn't thinking of me in his last moments. That's crazy. That's a crazy thought. That's why we're. I'm gonna ask it just because I, I texted you this again, and I'll ask you just just for the sake of asking. Yeah. Do you feel like there's any protagonist or antagonist in this story? Um, I don't think there's any antagonist. I just don't. I know that the two main characters, I don't think they're good. They're definitely not good. I don't think Daniel is like the best if 
a good person. Like when when Casey and Amelia are fighting over him, he's like, he kind of liked it. <laughs> oh yeah, his ego was like, ooh. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't think he's like the best person. But I think like, it's high school's kids. High school. That's true. School. I've gotten that. I've gotten that. Yeah. And then with Casey, one of the other things, I this is perfect. They both tie together. Um, with Casey potentially being like a bad person bad quote-unquote bad person Mm -hmm. and then also um a moment i was like fuck that's good was when i think she's talking to daniel i don't remember when it is specifically but she's like i felt like such a burden on my parents this is this isn't verbatim but she was like i felt like such a burden on my parents that when they told me they were having my brother i was so ready to hate him in fact i hated him ever since he was like in my mom's belly and I was excited and ready to hate him when he was born. And then she was like, he came out, and I, I didn't have, like, an ounce of hate in my body. No. But, like, I, I thought, because she felt like a burden on her parents, that they would get a second chance at a perfect child. Oh. That she Ooh. would feel slighted that they would even do that, you yeah. know? But it's understandable. Because, like, in her position, I'd probably feel the same way, which really sucks, you know? That she was just dealt this hand. And then there's the other moment where, oh, God, that one's awful. But I was like, yeah. <laughs> I know you were thinking like that, too. But I was reading, and I was like, oh, this hurts. But I know she was like, oh. <sighs> She's losing her memory at the same time. Yeah. Because it's not specific, like, it's not, like, illness. It's she's losing her myrtle, her myrtle, her motor function. Yeah. And that's killing her neurons in her brain. And you need those bad boys to remember things, you know? Mm-hmm. And then she can't remember, like, assignments and then teachers. And then she can't remember moments that she had with Daniel, which is why when she goes back and reads them in the diary, when she's writing, she's like, oh, I remember this day. Oh, this happened? I said that? That's something I would say. Wow, you did that for me? And I, like, that's sucks. That's heartbreaking. That's really heartbreaking. Because there's nothing sadder than someone close to you losing the memory of you. Exactly. Like, do you something else in the story? Do you remember the page with that had the nine one nine one five? I don't think I do. I feel like I should. I think if you refresh my memory, that is oh, what day? Let, let me let me pass that bad boy over here. Gotcha. Once again, for the record, I promise the people I did read this book. Yeah, 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 yeah. The good old nine one nine one five. Yeah. Yeah, what day was it? Yeah, this is, yeah. January 17th, 2019. Yeah, it's a day where Daniel goes over to study at Casey's house. And uh, she gets, she. it's one of her bad moments where she can't remember things. Now remember, this is, this is Casey doing these illustrations. Okay. So she's the one writing 91915. Okay. And she can't get into the uh, her laptop. And Daniel's like, damn she can't get into her laptop and she changed the password you know so that means that like daniel no she can't get into daniel's laptop that's what it was and she changed the password to his laptop and and she couldn't even remember yeah i'll read it to you actually um um, 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 oh 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 yeah (laughs) oh this is awful but you love it though (laughs) so i have i'm gonna start in the the center of the paragraph okay the memory ceased to flow once I heard Casey scoff and then ask, can you tell me, can you tell me what the password to your laptop is? I looked up to see her forehead resting in her hand, an irritated expression on her face. What hurts the most is that she should know the password. She came up with it herself. The password was my name before she wanted to make it cutesy 
once you started using my laptop as much as I did. Try one more time. I know you know it. I'm sure I do, but I just can't pull it right now. She sternly replied. She'd never gotten an attitude like that with me before, and it made me pause for just a second. I walked over and put in the password. 91915. Casey let out a deep sigh and threw her arms around me. I didn't mean to get upset. This isn't the first time she's gotten tiny stuff like this. Oh, tiny stuff like that wrong. And I know it won't be the last. Memories fading always seems like another form of death to me. If all of her memories are gone, all the experiences that shaped your personality, the way you think, the way you see, is someone even still the same person if it's all gone? Losing my memory is one of my greatest fears. Losing feeling in her limbs wasn't enough to bring Casey's spirits down, but this? Losing her memory showed a crack. We didn't study anymore after that. We just sat on... Yep, we just sat on my bed as I held her arms. That part I remember, that that final paragraph. So he talks about the... She forgot 91915. Let me see. And she wrote it over and over. Yeah. And I think it's on the next page too, maybe. Or the one before that, it's one of the two. Because it's like you, on the page, is the page before? Yeah. Yeah. So on the page before, you're like, what are all these weird numbers? Yeah. And then the page after, you're like, oh... But on the first read, you don't get that. You're like, why is Dan writing this over and over Shit, again? Shit, Jared. And then the second read, you're like, wow, that hurts really bad. Because that means that when she, Mario, when she was in the hospital bed, and she was reading over Daniel's diary, she got there and she was like, oh my God. And she started, she started writing it over and over again. So she wouldn't forget. Oh, Jared. You know what this is also kind of like? What? In a way, hmm. not just play spoiler once again for something else. Mm-hmm. The new episode, or the, the final episode of Attack on Titan, mm. airs mm-hmm. this Saturday, I believe. I saw the trailer. I did not, and I don't plan to. Okay, that's fair. Because I fair. don't know how it ends, Jared. Mm-hmm. And I cannot wait to mm-hmm. see how this all plays out. Because mm-hmm. Attack on Titan is one of the greatest things my eyes have ever witnessed. It's very true. And I will have failed as a human being if my children's children and their children <laughs> and my my predecessors yeah. don't watch that beautiful creation. Yeah. In a way. Do, do you think you know where I'm going with this? Uh, memories? Future? A character in the show. Yeah. Their future self knew all along. This oh, was yeah. Gonna oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jared, yeah, yeah. they knew this was all going to happen, Jared. Yeah. And as I'm reading this book. Mm hmm. Do you see what the connection? Yeah. I, the, I see it. You I see, see it, it now? now. I see it now. I see it now. I don't want to spoil nothing for the people. Yeah, no, of course not. Jared, you're. Oh, yeah, Jared. Mario, like the second read, the second read, your first read hit. But your second read, if you were to read this a second time, like in a year, two years or so, it's going to hit different. It's going to hit so different because you're going to be like, wow, wow. And it's all because of the illustrations. Like, I could not have done this without Damn, Jasmine. Jasmine. Shout out to Jasmine. Yeah, shout out to Jasmine. Did such a good job. She did such a good job. I, I, I absolutely love her for that. But yeah, there is tons of little gems in that bad boy to where when you read it a second time, you're going to be like, wow. I was thinking to the, as I was reading this book, I was thinking to myself until I finished it, mm-hmm. it wasn't as certain. Do you feel like if you were to write another story, mm-hmm. not if, but when, future stories, future books, mm-hmm. do you feel like any of them could be in the same universe as this book? I don't think so, because 
the psychotic part of me wants me to feel like this isn't our universe. Like Daniel's a real person walking around, you know? So he just like writes in the diary like twenty years from now. Yeah. That's... And then he has his own family with somebody else and then like Yeah. He he's kinda like going through his own shit. Yeah. Like the way I like to think about it, because I'm a psychopath, is like, oh, Daniel's a real person yep. who exists in our world. Cause that's remember, it's supposed to feel like a real person's and, diary. And you were controlling his outcomes. And I am, I am. You're you're a god, Jerry. <laughs> so like I, I feel like there I have no plans to make another story in this universe. Um the way I see it, this was a one and done. Yeah. Of course not it like It felt like that, but I had to ask. Emily also asked, Emily was like, Can I get a diary from like Gail's perspective? And I was like, I feel like it would be kind of That'd be short. Dark. <laughs> yeah. That would be so yeah. Dark and short. I was like, I think it'd be kinda short, but it'd be just over maybe a year. Maybe like seventh grade to ninth grade. Who knows? I didn't think that far. But yeah, I like to assume this is gonna be this one's a one and done. Yep. I think it'd be nice to just leave it there, you yeah. know? Because you can read. I personally think buying this book one time, you could multi-time use. Yeah, yeah. Always with tons of reread value for sure. Because it it it, it be hitting different. It does. But I'm sure like, it does. um, what was the other thing I was gonna say? Formatting, design, chapter. Oh yeah. Um, Daniel sees Gail's mom at the, 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 the shopping mart and then he can't, bro cannot function, mm-hmm. right? And then when it's Oliver, Jessica, Casey, and Daniel at the, the ice cream place, Oliver's like, how about we call Gail's mom? And Daniel's like, oh, in his brain, he's like, oh, why? And Oliver's like, I do it all the time. And Daniel's like, that fucker. Yeah. <laughs> of course you do that all the time. Yep. Making me look bad. Yep. But, like, another way that I think that Daniel's not the best person, because I guess in that situation, he t- he made it about him, you know? To counter the to counter the man who literally made this book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once again, bringing back that it's high school kids, I will say, mm-hmm. growing up, even honestly until covid because mm-hmm. i i lost my my grandfather during covid he actually had parkinson's very very that's a very tricky mm-hmm. tricky one that's really where you started to lose motor function yeah and by the time he was practically out for the count like he, he couldn't speak he didn't do anything mm-hmm. which was it sucked but growing up I handled death and the concept of death, anything that had to do with death, very poorly. Mm-hmm. And there's no way I was the only one. Mm-hmm. Where it could have been somebody close to me, like when I was a kid, my grandfather, my dad's side, or a great uncle that I hardly knew, or whoever, when it was time to go to like the wake, mm-hmm. or when it was time to talk to people that were related to this person or close to this person, I would kind of turtle up. Mm-hmm. And not want to talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like there was times where people in my family were on hospice, and I wouldn't go. Yeah, like my stepdad, I didn't go when he was on hospice. Mm-hmm. D- now looking back, the right thing is you go and you show up. And but it's it's tough. Like you know, everyone handles death, death differently. Like it's not easy. It's like I'm saying, you know, somebody asked me to go get cotton candy. Like no, not at all. Yeah, but I think that. In Daniel's case, it was something where he was so close with Gail. Mm-hmm. Ha- 
how do you come to terms or how do you how do you reconcile with the person that created the per- this person you're so close with mm-hmm. you don't know and you're a kid mm-hmm. and it's never a comfortable thing when you see adults cry mm-hmm. even to this day when I see adults cry kind of they get weird because yeah, like they're, they're supposed to be your protectors exactly they put on the the shield and bear the burden yeah and they lead while it's, it's okay for you to, to weep and cry mm-hmm. at least that's a stigma mm-hmm. and he's a kid in high school how, how the hell do I how, how do I talk to how do I do that yeah not saying it was said, but may- maybe. Yeah. That's just kind of because nobody freezes up like that. He yeah. throws up because the whole time in the back of his mind, he subconsciously thought, if I just don't talk about this anymore, if I don't think about it, then anything related to Gail mm-hmm. or anything, I just won't have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And that way I'll be okay. Yeah. Like, so, it's really bad. Like, it's really bad for him. And, yeah, and I don't think that's him being an asshole. I just think that's him kind of, like, trying to dodge. Avoid and deflect. And avoid, yes. Yeah. So, yeah. the professor who I told you who read my book already, one of the things that she said that she hasn't seen a lot of other books do very well is the concept of, like, paralysis in hard situations. And I think there's, a, there's I think there's maybe, like, three or four where Daniel just seizes up. And he... he of course, he's writing in the diary, but so he has to write them like after the fact, you know? Yep. So that means that during the time of him writing, he has to relive it just a little bit and then talk about how he's feeling about that. And I have had, I guess situations haven't been as severe, but I've had like my own share of paralysis where I've done reflection after the fact and been like, why did I freeze here? Or, oh, I'm not going to freeze next time. And then I do. And I do not feel good about it. Yeah. And it's 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 really unfortunate. But like like she said, I guess I also haven't seen many books or movies or TV really deal with like situation paralysis. But that's a that's a real thing. And it's 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 rough because in the moment you don't know what to do, but you also can't stop thinking, you know? So I think I, that was something I think I did a good job of. And I didn't really know I did a good job of that until people started telling that to me. So that was pretty cool. I think I did that pretty well. But yeah, situation paralysis, that's, that's, that's like, I don't want to say the big conflict of the story, but it's definitely, I think like the biggest mountain that Daniel has to go over. Cause even when Casey and he are at the grave, Casey's like, I, I hope that I wasn't the last thing Gail was thinking about. And then she's like, oh, um, did I do did I do my best? Did I do a good job? Was there more I could have done? And Daniel also thinks these things all the time, right? But he doesn't, as far as we know, he doesn't write in the diary what he says back to Casey, if he says anything at all, when she's asking these questions, you know? Because you don't know what he's feeling. I don't. I don't know what he's feeling. But, like, it's a very real thing. And I think I'd, I'd like to think I did a good job on that. And also... Such a phenomenal job. Like, during during the whole thing of Daniel and Casey being at the grave, I was like, I'm cooking. I'm cooking. Dude, that... That was also... That like, was... Oh. That was also, like, a spur-of-the-moment thing. That was not an idea I was building up to. I was like, what if today they just go to Gail's grave? And I was like, yeah. And then I'm like, what do they do there? And then I was like, oh... Oh, I know what they do there. That was so savage of her to say, though. That was. She never even needed to say that. No. That could have died with her. Yeah. She, like, 
But her saying that, it totally recontextualizes part one and part two and part three. Because now, you know, she's been holding all this in for that entire time. And she hasn't told, I'd like to assume that di- diary, that Daniel hasn't told Oliver or Jessica this. But now when you read it again, you're like, oh, during part one, Gail is talking to Casey in the background this whole time. And no. Daniel doesn't know that. What do you think Gail symbolized? Mm, that is a very good question. I have been asked that kind of before. He had to be a symbol for something. Um, There's no way his life could just be cruel. No. And there's no, like, bright side. Yeah, no. no. It's because I know that Gail... So the whole thing with Casey was that she didn't... She didn't want to be a burden on anyone, right? And we know that with Gail, he also didn't want to be a burden on anyone. But his whole thing, like, up front was, I just want to do it myself, right? And everyone else was like, we can help you. It's no problem. We'll, like, if you need help... We will do he was that. Very for prideful, you. but you yeah. can see why. Yeah, you can see why. And first draft, I told you, <clears throat> you did. It was a really quick change, but I think it was like a simple, effective one. For some reason, the closer the release date came for my book, the more I was being like, "There's no way people are just gonna bully this kid in a wheelchair," right? And I was like, "Okay," in my brain. Me being the author, you you can assume whatever you want. Me being the author, because I'd like to assume that I know some of the backstory that's not in the book. I know that, like, Gale would sometimes get himself into trouble. I would assume. So that's, that's like, my truth of the story, was that sometimes Gale would put himself in the situation. He didn't seem innocent, because he seemed like he would help fuel the fire. That's, that, that, yeah, that's the best way to put it. If somebody, like, shoved him, he'd be like, well, what the fuck? Yeah. Rather than just staying quiet about it. Or like Which if someone, is, in a way, I mean, good for him. Yeah, or if, like, someone made a dumb joke, he wouldn't be like, ha-ha, or he wouldn't just stay quiet. He'd be like, that was a dumb joke, you Yeah, he wasn't a pushover. Which no, he wasn't. I gotta, I gotta, you gotta respect. Yeah, so I feel like him just being saddled to a wheelchair all the time, I was like, no, I need to make him more lively, right? Feisty. So I was thinking, okay, maybe if, maybe if he has good days and bad days, right? Because I was like, oh, well, Casey has good days and bad days, too, towards the end of the story. But what if his good days or bad days are like some days he can stand up and use like a single crutch. Some days he can stand up and use both crutches. And some days, the bad days, he's he's just in a wheelchair all day because he's just his legs, his brain just can't do it. I don't know know if you ever thought about this or talked about this with people. Hmm. But the thing with Gail is whatever was a good day or a bad day Mm -hmm. with each page Mm -hmm. is literally like. The balance and teetering of life and death. Oh. Of life and oh, death itself. That's crazy. So in a way, like, one crutch was closer, closer to staying. Uh-huh. And then wheelchair is like... He, oh, I never thought about that. I never considered shit, that. Shit, I just thought about that just now, Jared. That's good. Shit, That's good. Dude. No, I didn't consider that. Jared, shit. <laughs> Jared, what the fuck? Jared, that's crazy. But yeah, I was like, okay, well, I mean, if I'm more likely to pick me personally, me personally, I'm more likely to pick on a kid with one crutch than pick on a kid in a wheelchair, you know? So I was like, okay, I'll just make it so he has good days and he has bad days. And then I was like, okay, this makes it much more believable. So when things get down and dirty, like when he implodes with his friend group and then Oliver slaps him because he's like, you're not grateful that we tried to help you. 
And he's like, I, t- I told you just to let me do it myself, you know, when he doesn't have to. And mind you, Casey's always in the back like, damn, he's just like me for real, for real. Because remember, she's doing everything herself, not telling people she has this problem because she doesn't want to be a burden like how Gail feels he is, you know? Mm. So I guess that he would really symbolize pride. Yeah. Pride and or like. I don't want to say lack of restraint. But you know what? I think pride is perfect, perfectly said, because, for one, there's many people that are very prideful. Mm-hmm. I myself can be prideful at times, because mm-hmm. who, who isn't? Exactly. But the thing with him is, and I feel that this is where we get into mental health, which is why his character is just, in a way, so realistic, Yeah, is that people... And we're trying like hell to break the stigma these days, mm-hmm. but people are too prideful mm-hmm. and would rather die mm-hmm. and eliminate that problem than to say, I need help. Yeah. I'm not okay. And when you're already in a wheelchair and then you want to say you need help. Yeah. It, that just feels like a double burden. Yeah. That you're putting on somebody. Yeah. And with hits, I, I, and it's crazy. Cause like as a joke, a year ago, I was like, yeah, I'll play, let me play as Gale. Mm-hmm. But when I was reading it, I genuinely felt like I was able to relate to the guy. Because mm-hmm. there would be times where I knew I was being a Debbie Downer. Like, mm-hmm. I know I'm being a Debbie Downer. But there's just something in me that just can't fix that. Yeah. And when it's time to, like, try and, like, open... And people are like, hey, like, what's wrong? Or open up. It's like, mm-mm. No. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck off. Mm-hmm. When that's... It's Don't like, that's not me. really what you want to say. Yeah. But it's... It just it's just said, mm-hmm. and then you just keep digging deeper and deeper and deeper. But and you like you know, you to, know he loves his friends too. You know he does, which is which, that's which why sucks. De- depression, man. That's a real. It's a disease. Yeah, it's not. It's not really. Some people just say, "Well, like, just stop being depressed." That, like, you'll you'll hear that. <laughs> you'll literally hear that, Jared. You will hear that. Yeah. And that's something I just. I can't agree with. Now, yeah. if there's certain noticeable things with somebody, I mean, therapy, always go to therapy when in doubt or talk mm-hmm. to somebody, always. Mm-hmm. But if there's certain things, like let's say maybe the person's like really overweight. Mm-hmm. They're not working out. They eat like shit. Mm-hmm. Maybe they like watch a lot of porn. Mm-hmm. Like, you could just tell, like, here are clear red flags. Yeah. May- and then maybe you just change these things. Maybe they'll be okay. Yeah. That can happen with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But if they're doing the right things... And they're still feeling that way. Okay, we have a problem here. Yeah. And with Gail, he had a friend group. Yeah. He had a friend group. Like, he, he hung out with them. Yeah. And, like, so as, where, as, I, so, as I even wrote, he was the heart of the group. Yeah. You know? So where where was the problem? And, and you hear this all the time, and it's so true. The mm-hmm. person that laughs the most or is, like, the <laughs> check rah, on rah that friend. person. Yep. Check on that friend. Uh-huh. Please check on me, people. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, not, <laughs> no, I'm not okay. <laughs> um... It's true though, man. I it's think true. I think Yeah, I think it's part one. <clears throat> he's really just a central guy. Yeah, I think uh, I think he he's he, Casey and Daniel are like the center of the story. Gail's not there for a long time, but he's he's felt throughout the whole Yeah. Relevant. Yeah, I think I think the last line of part one is You didn't stop let me just read it. Hey, look at me. Wow, look at me go. So I have... Uh, Gail thought he got rid of his pain, but he just passed it on to all of us. Now we have to live with it. 
for me, maybe even some of his anger too. And that's how part one ends. And the thing is too is that people, when someone and you hear this a lot, when when um people get, or when 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 people end their lives, mm-hmm. lots lots of people closest to them get very angry rather than sad. Yes, because. They they and they'll they'll in a way say like how selfish of you, mm-hmm. how selfish of you to take think that if you just take yourself out the picture that everything will be okay. Mm-hmm. Like you fucked everything. Or like how could you do that to me? How could you do that to me? Yeah, you fucking asshole. Mm-hmm. That's how a lot of people get. Mm-hmm. Which is why it's tough mm-hmm. when you when you're dealing with someone that's in the situation. And the thing was, the signs were there the whole time. Mm-hmm. The signs for Gail were there. They were there. Mm-hmm. Him pushing people off of him was a cry for help. Mm-hmm. A silent cry for help. Which is why it's such a good book. At that age, what can you do? What when can you're you do in high age? schooler, when, when, when you're in high school or you're a high schooler, what do they do? The, when, when, when you're in math class and yeah. you don't want to be the kid that, that everyone else is following along and understands what's going on mm-hmm. and the teacher says the same questions, you don't want to be the kid to raise your hand. No, no, you don't. I don't you understand don't, you, no, 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 no. I don't understand what I'm learning right now. Yeah. You'd rather suffer in silence. Exactly. Cause that's embarrassing. Silence. That's embarrassing. Because it's embarrassing. Which is, hopefully we can write that ship as well. But that's just how, how they are. Do you remember, uh, you remember Wade? He was oh oh god! I loved I loved writing Wade. I knew exactly who, who I was. Who was the character that was always trying to riz up Casey? That was Wade. That was Wade. Yeah, Wade okay, okay, who okay. like left the flowers at her yeah, door, yeah, yeah, at her yeah. house when uh, when she wasn't there. Yeah, yeah. She and, the, the and, then she, and then she was telling uh, Daniel, she was like, "Hey, like he's like, yo, Wade brought me flowers. Yeah. I, I I don't know if you brought me flowers. Yeah. Though. And then at the end, she's like, I got you some flowers. Yeah, but yeah, yeah anyway, yeah, Wade was that boy. But when you first when you first introduced to Wade, he's like, <laughs> he's like picked up by the lockers. <laughs> At least I imagined it that way. Yeah. And Daniel's like, I hate boys. And he was ready to throw hands. Yeah. He did not. He, yeah. I, in my mind, like he did not care. He was wearing the venom suit. Yeah, he was. <laughs> in fact, I remember. I remember. Like I wrote it, and I was like, I gotta dial those back. I was like, Yeah. Daniel's like shoving him, not shoving him to lockers. He's like throwing their head against the lockers. The way my brain was working when I was reading the book. Hmm. And people, whenever you read, that's the beauty of reading, is you'll kind of make your own movie in your head that's as true. you're reading. Yeah. So when I was reading, it was as if I was Daniel. Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing all of the actions. Like when he handed Casey the soda and it, fall, and it fell, mm-hmm. and I like look at our feet, I'm like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. It's the little things, Jared. Yes. But yeah, because the whole, the whole bullying thing with Wade, that's after, that's after Gail committed suicide, right? Yep. So at this point, Daniel... He hasn't. He hasn't talked about it. Not outright. No. But like, just seeing it makes him furious. Yep. In- incredibly furious. So he 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 saves Gail. Saves Gail. Um, I don't think they were gonna like. I think they were just like mocking him. Not gonna hurt him. Mm-hmm. But he saves Gail. I mean, he saves Wade. And then Wade's like, "Hey, you guys can be my buddies." And Daniel's like, "No, you don't. We don't have to be friends." But then Wade like tags onto their group. <laughs> yeah. And he's the silly one. He's always just chilling. Hey, he's always just chilling there. Like when they go to uh, when they go to Kingdom Come, the amusement park, and he's got the camera. So they're on the the Ferris when you hear <laughs> every time he takes a picture. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else did he do that was funny? Oh, he was part of a <clears throat> the student government. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that, Sebastian. 
Sebastian's part of student government, and Sebastian gets Daniel to start smoking, I think. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, Dan- yeah, yeah. Daniel was definitely big time but in the end. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. He definitely drank, too. I See, see yeah. what's interesting is that yeah. I was like, okay, I'm not going to talk about him smoking, like, ever. He just did it this one time. But then maybe maybe every cut maybe but maybe you, every... but you did you did in a couple of excerpts he would say like maybe I should like go for a smoke yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and so then you know he was hooked yeah in my brain hooked. I was like he he's he he says he's like a group smoker you know yeah. but whenever he's stressed or feeling he, he bad was pack under his pillow <laughs> for sure under the pillow is wild yeah but yeah like when he sees his mom he's like oh uh, when he sees Gail's mom he's like oh I need to go smoke after this. <clears throat> And then there's one day where, um, oh, they want a ticket for Kingdom Come because they have an extra. Because remember, it's like a group of three. Well, they're a group of four and they have five tickets. And everyone's like, who do we bring? And everyone's like, all right, one, two, three. And then everyone's like, Wade. And then Daniel goes, Sebastian. And everyone's like, okay. <laughs> and then Wade comes and Daniel's like, okay, Wade can come. And then you get the, but he's so happy to be there. He's just so happy to be there with his friends. Yeah. And then the other time, um, what's the other time I say he like, oh, it's when he's trying to like cover up the smoke smell off his clothes. Mm -hmm. Cause he comes, I assume he comes back from like Sebastian's house or something. And he's like, guys, I realized that if I just like say my friends were smoking and I was just around them, then I don't have to come home and change my clothes and have to lie to my parents. Cause then I'm not lying. I'm just telling them my friends were smoking and the smoke got on my clothes. Because before, he's like, yeah, I have to come home and I got to take my clothes off, get them in the washer and dry before my parents come see. Yeah, I was around these dudes smoking. Yeah, but then he's he was like, why am I thinking so hard? I can just be like, my friends were smoking and the smoke's in my and, clothes. And that, the smoking started after he, he won the championship, the bat, right? Yeah, or, yeah he did. He won the F out of that championship. No. But did he really win, though, Jared? <laughs> did, you, did you ever think about that, too? No. Like, <laughs> like, really like that, that was, like, peak peak joy and then from there it really just kind of i don't know i never thought about it like that i think that his peak joy when was peak joy i want to say it was probably the ferris wheel i think that he and i think going to kingdom come with casey i think that was peak joy because i think that after the hospital things just start going downhill like real hard the first hospital visit yeah first hospital visit where where that's another thing about me so I've learned that hospital jello tastes different than like regular jello. And oh, like how'd you know this? My brother used to be in the hospital like all the he had really bad asthma. Mm. So he'd be in the hospital like all the time, maybe like once once every two weeks or so, right? But he'd always be in there for maybe like three days at a time if he ever did go, right? So during that time when we would go visit him, he, we they, we would have hospital jello. And like I can't describe to you the taste of hospital jello. But it's different. It's not like regular Joe. I don't know how it's different, but it is. And Casey's in the hospital all the time, and she loves hospital Jello because that's that's just what she's gotten used to. So I was like, that'd be so cute, but it's so sad to put that in the story. Yeah. Because I'm sure that those who know like hospital Jello, they get it. Yeah. But yeah, so she loves hospital. Jell-O. that going, oh, it's so sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I'm figuring that like. Uh, people who do read it, they're like, "Wow, that's so sad." Shit. But the hospital Jello thing—that's that's that's like, 
those 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 out there who get it, they get it. They'll be like, I get it with the hospital jello. Oh, the hospital jello. But yeah, she's often in hospitals. Is that what we should, we should have for the cover photo? Hospital jello. <laughs> That'd be a really funny idea. Yeah, whatever you want. We could yeah, probably just do the book again. Whatever you want. With um, I didn't think that far actually. I'm trying to think of what else happens. Oh yeah, the picture with uh, her dad. Oh, that was so sad. God, I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> I love that. When, oh, I wish when, you had a camera on you for each part when you were writing. Oh, that would have been so Jasmine good. Jasmine and her illustration of uh, Casey's dad when when he's like, oh, can you hand me the thing? And then he's like, <laughs> bro, what's wrong with you? Yeah, and then she's yeah. like, I'm trying. And yeah. He's like, what do you mean you're trying? Yep. And she's like, my arm won't raise. And he's like, what are you talking about? And then he's like, how long has it been like this? And she's been like, I don't know like three months and he's like three months and you haven't told anybody Not like, no. <laughs> yeah. but yeah i was like that's so sad because right. she's just been silent about it because i guess she's like oh i guess everyone goes through this mm. but they do not they do not young one so yeah i like that that was a good scene um i also really did oh i told you before where um she forgets the nine one nine one five. I'm not going to tell you what that's a reference to, because that's a, that's a whole other reread thing. Shit. But it's in the book. It's a reference. Um, but, like, she forgets, and then she gets mad. And then, oh, it's it's before that, where she's at the dinner table um, with, with her mom. It's her, her mom, and Daniel. They're downstairs, because it leads her into going upstairs. Oh, that's so sad. Why would I do that? That's crazy. So <laughs> I love how you're just analyzing all this in your head. Yeah, so... Um, she's downstairs and her and Daniel are doing work on the study day. And then he's like, no, you have work from this teacher, that teacher, that teacher. And she's like, who? And he's like, okay, what teachers do you remember having? Yep. And she's like, this teacher, that teacher, that teacher, and that teacher. And he's like, like one out of four of those were right. But he doesn't tell her that. Yep. And he's like, well, we have other stuff to do. And then she's like, no, 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 I, I got it. I'll remember. And she's trying her best to remember. And she can't do it. And then she gets frustrated and goes upstairs. Yep. And then uh, I think her mom was also in the kitchen watching. And then she starts crying. Yep. After Casey runs upstairs. And then Daniel's like, well, this sucks. And then he goes upstairs. And then she can't remember the password. And then it's just worse from there. But I remember for that one, Daniel's like, for someone who's always so happy all the time or seemingly so happy. Like, she, I know that she knows that she's sick. And she knows that she's sick. But I, this is the first time I've seen, like, a crack in her armor where it's, like, totally affecting her. Like, what he wrote was, um, yeah, her loss of motor skills is, like, one thing. But the memory, that's that's the first time I've seen her crack with something like this, yep. you know? So, yeah, that sucks. But I wrote it. So. That you did. It was so, not only does it suck, but it's good. Do you think when it comes to future books, mm-hmm. there's certain genres you want to hit and tap into? I feel like you could write a damn good horror book, Jared. Mario, let me tell you. Okay, okay, I okay. feel like you could write a book so good that it's so scary where you hit you hit the, the, the laptop with the... <laughs> <laughs> I totally feel like you could. I, you know, with this book... Jared, I bet when you were damn near close to finishing this book, mm-hmm. you were laying in bed, like, Patreon all play out in your head, and you're just sleeping, glasses off to the side, and you're just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're asleep. The facial expressions. There is there's one story. I have no issue sharing the story to the, to, the, to the internet, right? Okay. I think it's such a good idea. 
it's not a horror story, but it's a murder mystery, right? Okay. But they're on Mars. A murder mystery on Mars. Yep. It kind of rolls off the tongue. This this is where I wait for the money to roll in. Why on Mars? I'm, it's it's oh, whoa, 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 let me tell you. Let me tell you. <laughs> I thought of this pitch meeting so often because I think it'd be such a good idea, right? Yeah. So, the people who they're astronauts right and okay. to be an astronaut you have to be like pretty smart you have to be like an engineer a pilot you have to be good at math you have mm-hmm. to be good at science all that stuff right yeah and they have to be like tip-top people because they're going to colonize mars like the first people ever so they need to have like a gardener a chef an athletics person shit. they need to have like generous. someone who's good at engineering someone who's good at like wood wood shopping woodcraft all that shit right yeah so they're all astronauts they're all really smart people they're all really fit people yeah right but they're all alone on mars and then one day, whoever the, a character is going to be is going to find a dead body. And they're going to be like, th- th- that's not supposed to happen, right? So the way I think about it is they, they sent out a first ship, first shipment, like a first crew, maybe of like six, maybe five, six people to get everything set up for the colonization, right? Yep. And then on the second ship that comes, maybe 12 more people come. Maybe not twelve. That's so, a big so number. So starting to load up. I maybe guess. like maybe like nine, ten more people come, I, I right? Yep. So now maybe there's 13, 14 people in total. I'm already hooked. And <laughs> and remember, they're on Mars. They're on Mars. For anyone to come get them, it's gonna take like years. Yeah. It's gonna take like years for someone to come check on them. Oh my god. So why would you send anyone to check on them? Yeah. You know. And then on top of that, communications are gonna get cut because why wouldn't they get cut? It's a murder mystery now, right? Yeah. You can't just call back to Mother Base now, to Mother Earth, be like, yo, there's a murder mystery happening. Oh my god, off the grid on Mars is crazy. Exactly. And remember, they're trying to establish, like, a new civilization. So they don't have a lot. There's, like, they're just trying to start a garden. They're trying to start, like, making a kitchen. I would read this book. This is like, I would read this too. I So, like... <laughs> Make it happen. It's, I think it's such a good idea to have all these smart people who have... I guess they have, like, all the resources, but nothing built for stability yet. You right know, as the murder mystery is going on, mm-hmm. go into like backstories a little bit with each character. Oh, each character that'd jo- be so jo- good. Just jo- jo- so it's like you pray one of them doesn't go, and they're like, "No, yeah, 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 yeah." This person had shit to do. Mario, I'm they telling were on you. Mars with a purpose. Yeah, they were on Mars with a purpose. Like, oh, they were gonna start a new life. They were a yeah. war vet. They had, they had nothing going for them, and yeah. now they came here, yeah. and they they better still be alive. Yeah. I think it's such a good Ooh, idea. Yeah. I think I I'm could do you. it because, like, it's it's Mario. It's a murder mystery, Jared, but it's on Mars. But it's on Mars. That's it. You should have this written and queue it up by the time, by the time, <laughs> Jared, Jared. We will be on Mars at some point before we die. You're, you're we probably will. right. You're most definitely right. When it's close to that point, when mm-hmm. like SpaceX is kind of tweeting about it a lot, and or, like things are go- things are happening, mm-hmm. you drop a book. About a murder mystery on Perfect Mars. marketing play. Bro, no one's going to want... Either everyone's going to want to go or no one's going to want to go. It's one of the two. But, like, I, I have no I like issue that. explaining and telling people this idea because, like, I don't think anyone's going to write this better than me. No. No one's going to write this better no, than me. That's why I'm not no, scared. Knowing you and the fact you already seem so passionate about it. Yeah. I'm so excited. I think yeah. it's, like, the dumbest, smartest idea ever. Do you have a bulletin board or, like, a list of title names and, like, future things you can possibly do? It is. It's in my Google Docs. I have... So I have a folder called writing, yep. right? And in that folder, you open it, and then there's like 30 different story ideas that I have. Mm-hmm. And in those folders, there's more like lines and ideas and scenes that I want to write in each story. Mm-hmm. Will I ever get to every single one of them? Probably not. But I mean, like, I could probably sell some story ideas maybe one day. Who knows? I know I at least want to write at least two more stories. I guess four now with that murder mystery. But like... 
murder mystery on Mars, Mario. I- I'm glad you asked me. Why Mars? Why Mars? Why Mars? Yeah. Because now you're sold. Now you're sold. I'm sorry. And like, not only would I read this book, I would watch this movie. I would too. Because like, imagine trying to solve a murder mystery when you're trying to like grow potatoes. I- I'm you would have time for this, I'm just Mario. To figure out what is the motive? Why? I know. I know. And then right? Imagine it's none of them. There's an alien. Boom. Oh, I didn't even think about n- that. N- another plot twist. That'd be crazy. I didn't even think about that. Oh, that's crazy. Or you have Mario the Martian. Boom. Cooks all of them. <laughs> no, but I will say, I will say this wholeheartedly. The fact that you said, I'm going to write a book, or I'm already writing a book, mm-hmm. it's almost done, and then you make it happen, mm-hmm. really makes me want to, because obviously you know me, and, and I've talked about this, how I want I want to kind of be a blueprint to my kids mm-hmm. to where when they feel lost, they can just look back upon the dad archives and like be like, oh, oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. Shit, like things like that. And the fact that you said I want to do this and make it, made mm-hmm. it happen, I will say, I really feel like I want to put on my bucket list, write a book. That is incredibly amazing. That is the coolest thing ever to hear. The fact that you said you were you were already doing it and you did it. Yeah. Even if I never made it come to fruition, mm-hmm. where I just kind of wrote a plot, made somehow came mm-hmm. up with the plot and wrote it down, and even if it never got made, mm-hmm. the fact just write write and make something start from nothing and come to life. Mm-hmm. I think that's a beautiful thing. That's that's what I write about in my about the author. I think one of the things I write is like if you have an idea, put it out there. Yeah. Because even if it doesn't tick off for you, like big big scale right. it might inspire someone else to do something better or just as good or incredibly astrumental you know oh. astronomical i guess yeah. because i don't know I, I i've thought about it for the past two or three years kind of like just something i thought about trying to become a teacher if i do absolutely nothing with my life right i think it's cool to be like oh i met this student when they were doing this or like oh i said this one thing and they remember that for the rest of their lives like i think if if my life were a small blip in someone else's big picture i think that would be really cool that's incredible it's it, i like, like i this feel is like forever yeah that's forever. words will forever live on now because you made it into a physical being i know or not being but like you know what i mean like a it's tangible thing. yeah yes that is so cool that is really cool whenever i watch shows of a and one of the actors in the show passed away, mm-hmm. but I, I see the show. They're like forever immortalized like, on I there. I feel like their soul is kind it's of still constantly alive. being brought back to life through yeah. through through the film, like Tony Soprano and The Sopranos. Yeah, James Gandolfini passed away years ago, but everyone watches The Sopranos. Mm-hmm. So in a way, it's as if he's still alive. Or like um, Robin Williams. Yeah, I saw Dead Poet Society for the first time a, m- a month ago. Uh huh. Very good movie. Mm hmm. A big fan of him and Jumanji growing up. I love yep. that movie. Mm-hmm. Night at the Museum, Goodwill Hunting. Come on. I don't know if you ever watched Hook. Have you seen Hook before? Dude, no. That's one of my top ten movies of all time. Really? Yes. I Where love he plays like as Captain Hook. Does he play as Captain Hook? He plays as Peter Pan. Robin, Robin Williams, Williams plays does? Peter Pan. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. No, he does that not. That grown ass man plays Peter Pan. As a grown man. Yes, because the whole the whole concept of Hook is that it's a sequel to Peter Pan. Which so is, is a, when it was another live action. Is it, movie. is it when they're like much older? Yes. <laughs> so the whole the whole the whole the whole point of the movie is with Hook, Hook made a promise to Peter Pan that unless Hook ever gets his revenge on Peter Pan, he will go after his children and his children's children and his children's children's children 
until he gets Peter Pan, right? Oh my gosh. And by this point So they're still the old still duking it out. Yeah, no. <laughs> well well Peter, he actually left Neverland to go enjoy a life with Wendy. Wow. Right? Because he was like, I, I think growing up is an important part of life. Yeah. I should grow up, right? But Hook's still on Neverland and he's waiting for Peter Pan to come back and he never does. So, so Hook's like, back Hook's like, I'm going to go to you and steal your kid, that steal beef. Peter Pan's kids that and make beef. you come to me. That beef is crazy. But by this time, because Peter's older, he doesn't remember Peter Pan. Top 10 movie, you say? Yes. Like It's that good? Yes. Like, Peter Pan, because he's older, he doesn't remember Neverland as being like a real thing because that's like a fairy tale children's story. It's just something that he sees in, in his dreams, right? So he's like, oh, it's not real. But Hook comes to the real world steals peter pan's kids and then he's like come get your kids from me i want to fight you one-on-one so then peter he he goes back to neverland and hooks like fight me and he's like no i'll, I'll write you a check like i'll, I'll uh, if you i'll give you money just give me my kids back and hooks like i don't want your money i want peter pan and he's like peter pan's not real i don't know who peter pan is my name is peter panning right crazy and hooks like this idiot this this idiot's an idiot and then he's like I want to fight Peter Pan. Come back in like a week. If you're not Peter Pan, I'm going to kill your kids or like take your kids. Something oh my like God. So Peter Pan, he gets, he gets thrown off the boat and then both of his kids stay with Captain Hook. And then his son, Peter Pan's son, he ends up like warming up to Hook because Hook is like, I'll always be there for you. Unlike your father, I'll go to all your baseball games. I'll make sure that you always have like the love from a father that you get. But Peter Pan's daughter she remembers what it's like having like a mom and a dad. So she's like holding steadfast, right? But his son is slipping. So over the course of the movie, the Lost Boys, you know, Dante, oh, you didn't watch Avatar The Last Airbender. Dante Bosco voices Zuko. Okay. Before he voiced Zuko, he was another Lost Boy called Rufio. So Rufio is Peter Pan when Peter Pan isn't there. Basically, Rufio is like Peter Pan's number one general, right? But Peter Pan's been gone for so long that Rufio has just become peter pan at this point right so he has a sword he crows like him everyone looks to rufio as peter pan so he's like you want me to teach you how to be peter pan you're a bag of skin and dookie and he's like well that's me so basically they have to teach peter panning how to become a lost boy again and then by the end of the movie it's it's so good mario it's so good it's such a good movie the the you had the same passion when you told me about your lion april it's so yeah i i trust your judgment I Mar, like i so i love telling stories right mm-hmm. i like talking i like sharing funny stories i like things like that for some reason i remember my media really well i can remember like off scene things from across the spider-verse into the spider-verse hook as i just told you i could talk i haven't seen hook in like years i can remember almost everything about hook Coraline. i can like, avatar the last airbender Coraline, what a freaking movie yeah that's one of my top five movies of all time but, like, I could, for some reason, if it's a story, if it's a TV show, if it's a movie, I can remember a lot of it very well. And it could be because I overanalyze them. Yeah. Like, I love Spongebob. I can quote to you so many Spongebob quotes and so many Spongebob jokes. Same thing with Fairly Parents. Danny Phantom. I haven't watched Danny Phantom in, like, years. Great show. But, like... I was thinking about rewatching Jimmy Neutron recently. That's a good pick. Rewatching Jimmy, Jimmy and, and Fairly Parents, and then the crossover. Oh, and then the cro- Jimmy Timmy Power Hour? Yeah. Oh, uh, I gotta think of the name of. They don't call him Eugene. They call him like. His name is something stupid, but I remember they make him adaptable and not adoptable. So he becomes really strong because he keeps adapting to things. 
I can't think of his name, but I, I can remember his voice. But yeah, I remember a lot of stories really well. Yep. So it's probably why I like writing stories and coming up with my own. Probably. But it's just... That's kind of why I'm looking at the itch, too. It's just... Because I love me a good story, man. Yeah, me, too. I love... To- you're right. Mario, Sharing a good stories. story... A good story can change your life. And, like, to change perspective of... To change someone's perspective, you just need to have a good argument. You can stop wars by having a good argument. Because, like, the power of words is so strong. I could punch you in the face, but if I call you something mean, you'll think about that. You think about that for a very long time. Mario, I got into an argument, like, three days ago. I'm still thinking about it. Really? I'm still thinking about it. It's still bothering me just a little bit. What about sticks and stones? No, that's that's fake. Whoever thought of that was a liar. Really? I'm telling you. Whoever <laughs> that, thought of that is, was is a that, liar. Is that what we were taking away from this this, this lesson today? Yes. Moral that... of the story is sticks and stones, yeah, they'll break your bones. Words hurt more, though. Words wow. hurt much more, for I, sure. IG note. Oh, yeah. Words hurt more than sticks and stones. For sure. Yeah, words be... In this generation, you're real probably, bad. You're probably right. Yeah. You are probably right. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Like, I'm fine with Billy down the street beating me up. But, like, if Billy tells me, like, my nose is big or something like that, like, I can't, I can't change my nose, you know? I gotta live with that. Maybe he's right. Maybe he's wrong. <laughs> yeah. But, like, the fact that he said that means that other people probably think that, too. That's how compliments work. Yeah. If someone compliments you on your shirt, odds are other people think that they like your shirt. Because people say compliments for one of two reasons. They either really do like it or they don't. But odds are if they don't like it, they just won't say anything. Because if they don't like it, why would they tell you that they do like it? Right. Maybe to gas you up because they plan on bringing you down somehow. <laughs> hey, Mario. Hey, Mario, I like your shoes. Really? No. Oh. <laughs> In a nutshell. <laughs> you, know, you know, it's so funny. Totally random. But my brother. So... This whole, Jared, I will say, since the last time we talked, at least on the pod, mm-hmm. I've been thinking about what my love language is, mm-hmm. okay? And I was really thinking about them. I don't know if you know what they are. Yeah, I know what they are. Okay. I'm acts of service, for sure. Really? Yes. It's a good one. It's, it's, I think it's quite good. It's, good. it's a very good one. I definitely think gifts is the way. If, if yours is gifts, you might have a problem. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I bought you a $500 chain. Oh, I love you so much. <laughs> That's kind of... <laughs> It's kind of wrong. Not that's a little over overblown, but yeah. So I've been trying to figure that out. I have a feeling mine might be words, mm-hmm. words of affirmation. of affirmation because I'm someone that can very easily like, not go back on my word, mm-hmm. but like I'll say something and then like if I don't get like the confirmation, I'll be like, oh, never mind. Like forget I said that. Mm-hmm. Just very unsure of myself mm-hmm. and. It's very hard to, like, trust someone these days and mm-hmm. know, like, the trust will stay. And then overnight, like, it's just over. Yeah. Because it's very, it happens all the time. Yeah. In this generation. Mm-hmm. So it's very hard to, to trust someone, at least that you would like to love. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's a good one. But So I've been trying to figure it out, though. I think it's what I don't know yet for sure, though. And I was talking to my brother, and he goes, yeah, mine's definitely words of affirmation. And my sister-in-law, he goes... Hers is acts of service. Mm-hmm. I go, really? So, if you wash the dishes and she, she says good job, you're both happy. He's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I, I don't know why. I just think that's hilarious. Because he goes, I love... He goes, for me, whenever I get told good job, he goes, as corny as it sounds, it just kind of like reinsures that I'm... That you're doing something good. Doing doing the right things. Yeah. 
and that I'm I'm appreciated for doing good things. Mm-hmm. Because as corny as it sounds, it's just how I work. Mm-hmm. I got words. So you do the dishes, she tells you good job, like it's a beautiful circle. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I go, wow. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. If it works, it works, it works. It works, it works. So I just thought that was that was one thing. But that, that was something that, that I thought was interesting. Another thing I actually had written down for you. Let me see. I don't think it was about the book. I think it was just things I wanted to touch base on. Yeah. Because I feel like it deserved to be talked about. Mm-hmm. Oh, real quick. You did say that you enjoyed Daniel and Casey's relationship. Beautiful. I, I appreciate that. Beautiful. It was so beautifully written. There were some times where I was like, am I just doing this over again? Or a time where I was like, ah, it's like no, It genuinely whatever. seemed like that if what didn't happen happened, mm-hmm. they were going to they were gonna rock it. I think the they would have like went through college, maybe even marriage. I don't know. I definitely think it would have lasted until college. I, yeah, I think and they then, for you know, sure if, if, if they broken up, they broken up. But I definitely think it would have made it to college. Yeah. And if it can make it to college, you know, that... That's true. That that is a big leap. Yeah, but I definitely think if we're gonna continue the book without continuing the book, yeah, I definitely think Daniel a fan fiction, fan fiction, fan Mario? fiction, right? And I definitely think Daniel has his own his own family. And I it's just see one, that. It's, a, it's something he'll just look look back upon. I'm like, damn, mm-hmm. just a crazy damn moment. Mm-hmm. Where his kids, his kids one day talk to him, like just having like a light heart to heart talk about love and stuff, and and then. He's like, don't tell your mother this. Mm-hmm. But there was this one girl. And yeah. then boom. Yeah. Because the whole... Kind of like a high met your mother. One of the cool things about the book, cool things, I guess, is that um, Daniel says that he's just writing in it to, like, let off steam. Yeah. He has no intention of ever going back and reading his entries. He's just writing in it to write and just think, you know? So, on the off chance that he would ever really go back and read the diary, school. exactly, mm. it's all there. But Shit. does he? Does he? Does he like want to think about you it? Can't. I. I don't know. If that was you, would you? I couldn't. <sighs> I would definitely want to keep it. Yeah. But you can't. You can't reread that. No. No. You can't. No. That would be traumatizing. Yeah, I think that would really that would hurt. hurt. That would hurt. Yeah. Shit, man. But like, Casey is forever in this thing never to be forgotten i guess like her her life is in here yeah you know? and she like for i guess if daniel would ever want to visit her then she would be in here literally like on the first page she's right there courtesy jasmine she's right there oh that would hurt if i were him i just shut it right there actually i'd probably just be like all right that was good and then i'd be done let me see what is your advice to anyone trying to write a book? Ooh, that's that's also another very good one. Um, you're going to hit low moments when you're writing a book. If you get over them, you are going to feel on top of the world. Also, um, when you write a book, you have to think of the audience. You need to reward them for staying with you. I think that's a very good system when you write a book. If there's ever a low moment or if there's ever anything you don't feel confident about, you need to reward your audience with something cool that they want to see. Maybe if they want two characters to fight, maybe you have them fight. Um, if there's a conversation you want, how do you know? How do you know that that's what they want, though? I don't. Well, when I read a book or when I watch like an anime or a TV show, I don't want to see the boring parts. And if I do see the boring, okay, like this, the dialogue, like you watch Naruto, you saw Naruto and Naruto Shippuden, right? Of course. Okay, perfect. Well, like you saw. Um, Naruto, 
No, what's a good one? Yeah, you saw Sasuke fight Itachi. You saw Jiraiya fight Pain. Mm-hmm. And then you saw Naruto train with Mount Miyoboku yep. for X amount of time. Yep. But, like, you didn't have to see that. Something like Jutsu. But then you see Naruto fight Pain for, like, six episodes, I think. And it's straight fire. It's straight fire. Incredible. And then you see him get rewarded. The whole village, they love him now. And they hated him. They hated that hated MF. Him. They hated that MF. But, you know, he saves the he saves the village even though it's, like, <laughs> destroyed. <laughs> but it's not destroyed-er. So they, they love him after that. Yeah. Um. What's another good one? Where, like, expectations... Are you saying try, try to keep the book as... Where you feel as entertained in those moments? Like, you want that to be yes. the book? Like, I guess in the context of the book, right? Um, you said that you got to part one, and then you're like, what's going to happen next? You know? So, every time I wrote the book, I always, like, Kingdom Come, when they go to the amusement park, I was like, this would be a reward for the reader. Because I think it's, I think it's, like, a decent chunk, but I think it's funny. I think it's really cute. I think it adds to the story. I think, um, it also develops the characters a lot. Plus, you learn more about Casey, you learn more about Daniel, right? Um, what's another good one? Um, the day they go to prom. Junior prom where Casey has, like, the big fall in front of everybody, right? There's, that's, that's a really big moment, because that's Casey, like, publicly falling down in front of people. And then she can't really explain why in the moment, but she's trying to play it off, you know? And then she can't. And then she passes out, if I remember correctly. Uh, another good one is... Um, where else is in there? Where I was like, oh, they need a reward. Oh, going to his, uh, Gail's gravestone. Cause I remember that like leading up to there, I tried to think of ways to fill for part four. Cause I feel like if I wanted to part four could have been like four entries, but I was like, that's not good enough for the reader because they've been with me for so long. They need to be rewarded for something. Yeah. Right. The whole idea is that if you're with me long enough, I should be able to do whatever I want with you, and then you're still entertained when you're writing a book, right? So I got to make that ride as entertaining as I can, but also make you feel like you're getting something out of it, mm. getting something good, like an illustration. Like, illustration is also a really good example, or just interesting good parts in the book. But yeah, I think that's I think that's some of the advice I'd say. Is there a certain age group or range that you feel like you're probably, oh, what? You see My Hero Academia, right? On my list. Oh, that would have been so perfect. I was going to watch it before Black Clover, but people were saying, Mario, you've seen Naruto. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. But I'm getting there. I I promise you. My Hero Academia is like the perfect example because you be getting fights that you don't even know you want to see. I hear the fights are crazy. The fights are crazy in that show. Yeah. Attack on Titan. Like, everything's a reward in that show. Everything. Everything. Just even saying the name is a reward. (laughs) I love it. But yeah, it it rewards you for watching the show and yeah. paying attention. Do you feel like there's any age group or range that you feel like you're predicated towards? Or are, are you just going to kind of like whatever book I make, that's the book I make? Kind of yes and no. So like the genre of young adult, it's a fairly new genre of story because there's a lot of definitions for what young adult is. You know, some people are like, oh, that's 20s to 30s. Some are like, oh, it's like from... 18 to 25 yeah some people are like oh well that's from 14 to 21 you know but like because it's such a complicated genre you can also win a lot of rewards in that genre there's a lot of book rewards there's a lot of book rewards you can get for something 
So if you try and make your range as broad as possible, it's likely that one day one of my books might fall under one and get nominated for one. But the next book that comes out is going to be more adult, for sure. Mm. Because the idea has to be more adult. And I think it's I think it's a really good idea, too. I'll, I'll disclose after the... Uh, after the video this is the one i don't want to share because i think i think it's an original idea i think it's gonna be so good i would also love to see this as a movie i think i told you already maybe at the rec center i think i did um strapped to a chair i don't think you did all right all right all right then you're gonna love this one if you like if you liked if you like murder mystery on mars (laughs) just just wait till you hear about this one god but yeah I think I'd gear more towards young adult. I think, because you can do a lot more with young adult, like fantasy, Hunger Games, yep. Twilight, those things get Harry Potter. Those things get real popular really fast. You don't really hear about most adult books getting popular like that unless they're like by Michelle Obama yeah. or Obama. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think I could do young adult pretty well. Plus, I'm a young adult right now. And interestingly enough, not a lot of young adults write young adult stories. Usually it's adults writing young adult stories. True. And I think I'm a young adult doing that. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's my answer for that one. Are there any future goals that you have aside from writing another book? Actually, I'm learning sign language right now. I think I'm like pretty decent. I've been learning the past month. What was the middle one? Nice to meet you. Oh, yeah, nice to meet you. So then I'd be like... I was trying to sign, but also have it in my face. But then I was like, I don't need this in my face because I'm not going to talk anyway. (laughs) So then I didn't know what to do. (laughs) That's great. But yeah, so then I can be like, hi. I can be like, this is hi. This is hello specifically. And then I can go, are you deaf? I also have to start working. Isn't on this my, like yes? Yes. This is yes. This is no. Um, this is good. This is bad. And this is fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. right. That's fuck you. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. I, that, that's also something on my bucket list. I'd love to learn because just in a quiet place really had you thinking about it, bro. It, it did. It did. Yeah. And I watched that so many years ago. But like, yeah, it really makes you think. More movies are having more sign language and deaf people in them. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I would just want to learn to learn. Plus, I've always been interested. But, like, I learned I learned a really good one the other day. Oh, yeah, this is perfect. So I learned to learn the other day. Right? So this is the sign for sign. Mm-hmm. Not forwards, it's backwards for sign. So I learned that the sign for learn is this. That, I think that, I know. It, that's so cool. I, it, it is. Because, like, it's like I'm picking it up and then putting it in my head. Yeah. And then this is understand right here. Yep. It's like it's like a um, a light bulb. Mm-hmm. Like, ding. And then this is just no. Well, have you been taking YouTube classes or anything? Nope. I have one of my, one of my TT's daughters is deaf. So I've been trying to practice with her for a little bit. She's, like, 12 at this point, I think. And then also I just, I just got an app. And I've been using it for, like, the past month or so. What's it called? Ling Veno, I'll show you. Word. But I, I love it. It's really fun. I wanna word. Is it free or no? Like uh, Five dollars a month. First week is free. That's you get I a get free to. trial. Yeah. But I think it's worth it. I've been learning a lot. I definitely want to refine my Spanish. Yeah. I want to learn Japanese so bad. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. So bad. Can you imagine the power you'd have if you just didn't have to like turn on the subs when you're watching anime 
different league. You'd be in a different league by that point, Mario. You could. That means that you could like leave the room when you're watching subbed anime. You can't do that. That is pretty hard. You cannot make a sandwich and watch subbed anime at the same time. It's true. Yeah. I was taking Duolingo classes for a little bit, like Duolingo lessons, yeah. I, I should say. Yeah. For a little bit, and I was I was cooking. I was I was cooking. You were hitting them dailies? Go go oh yeah. Go Gohan. Uh-huh. Rice. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Um Mizu is water, I'm pretty sure. Not me not Mizo soup. Mizu. I, I don't know. You're right to pretty, me. Pretty 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 sure. Um, you are absolutely right to me. Uh, oh my gosh. It's one of those things where you have to have the words in front of you and then you just match it. You just know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one yeah, of those yeah, things. Yeah. But yeah. I would definitely I gotta I gotta I gotta you know I gotta start I gotta start planning out my weeks. Like on this day, I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. And this hour. I gotta start doing that. That's something I'm I need to work on. I know I do. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the beauty of doing something like the 75 hard, is you kind of know. Like, That's true. You, you're, you're like, okay, I'm, I, I at least know I, I'm, I can discipline myself. Yep. And stay true to something. Yep. So now it's not working out. Like, that's not even up for discussion anymore. Like, I do. I, that's what I do. That's disciplined. Yeah, that's, that's what, what you do. That's what I do. That's disciplined. So, so now it's what else can I yep. add yep, to yep, the yep. table? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where we're at. A couple more things I want to ask you. Of course. Then we can get into the end and then I'll get you out of here. Mm-hmm. Have you played Spider-Man yet? Yeah. 400%? No. I'm 53% through. Finish the main story? No. No, 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 no. Not yet. Not yet. I can tell you where I am, though. Did you Did you play? 100% of it. Oh, you're done, done. No life, dude. All right, so. It was I, so good. I just finished punching uh, Connors in the face as Croc, as the wizard. So, crazy fight. Crazy fight. It was crazy good. Crazy fight. Bro, he was like mad. Crazy Agra, chase man. sequence. Yeah, bro. Peter was like, oh, you're probably just not strong enough to resist the wizard, are you? After he was like, we can help. He's like, he flipped that 180. Yep. He was like, I'm just going to punch you in the face. Oh, my God. After after um, Connor's like, we got this from a spaceship. And then he's like, you got to take it off. It's going gonna, it's gonna to hurt you or something like that. And he's like, hurt us? I was like, oh, no, 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 no. He's gone. He's gone. He's, he already said us. And then when you leave, he's like on the he's on the rooftop and he talks to Mary Jane. And uh, she's like, why are you so aggressive? He's like, I'm not. What are you talking about? And then she's like, OK, I'm just going to keep working on my article. And then he's like, let's go see who we can save. I was like, no, he's gone. I it's know. over. I it's know. over. I knew the suit was in the game. Yeah. But I didn't look into anything. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like like want to know mm-hmm. i wanted to keep it to myself i'm assuming you're the same way don't want to know unless you do uh, yeah know. i know i didn't i know i don't know anything you are text me <laughs> when you finish the game text jared it is so good all right all right it, all right. it was worth everything when okay when the opening happened and you were fighting sandman i was like you know they got money bro the particle effects that they must have... Oh, the they were cooking. They were cooking. Intro. Yeah, they were. That was incredible. That was when I knew they had money. Yeah. I was like, they got money, money yeah. this time. The game... After Sandman, I was like, eh, this game's like, where, where, are they, where are they going with this? hmm But once... Once the symbiote... hmm Let me not. hmm Let me not, Jared. Wait, because you got... That means you got to the zoo. Yeah. After the whole zoo with MJ, yo, that I'm not gonna. I was, I loved the tasing thing. <laughs> I was having so much fun. I didn't have an issue with. I it. was running up on everyone. <laughs> them. No, I, I'm like sprinting. Even the ones you didn't have to. No, no, you yes. were taking out everybody. Everybody. <laughs> 
But once you get, they, and they say this, once you get to the zoo, it all goes. The game's different. It just, it's like, oh, this is good. This mm-hmm. is good. Lizard. Incre- the re- Jared. Bro, Mario, right now, I'm like, why? Why is Miles even here? I'm having so much fun. It's Peter. It's Peter with the black suit. I feel like a menace. Yeah. Bro, when I, yo, stopping street crimes, I feel like the bad guy. Oh, yeah. I facts. feel like the bad guy stopping them. Dude, he be whooping ass. <laughs> For no reason. I've been enjoying the game. I mean, honestly, I, nah, 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 I, at this point, I just swing around. There's nothing to do because mm-hmm. I have 100% in it. Mm-hmm. But, dude, it was so good. It was incredible. You'll love it. Mario, him stopping street comes and being like, you're lucky you can still walk. I'm like, damn, am I the good guy? (laughs) (laughs) One last thing. Mm. And then we'll we'll do the the last three things and get you out of here. Mm -hmm. I was thinking about this today. Mm -hmm. I don't know the answer to this. I don't know why. Okay. Why are public bathrooms always so messy? Um, You ever just open a stall and you're like, how did this happen? (laughs) (laughs) Because there's times here... Where I'll open a stall and just go, nope. <laughs> and I don't even want to use a stall. Uh-huh. But there's just that one where there's like, there's no, I can't talk myself. It's like you can't, you can't even explain how that could have happened. In but, there. but it's just like, I, even, even if someone paid me, I'm not using the stall. How does uh, this happen? I, I just assume that there's, it's not even, I assume, I know. I know there's a lot of nasty people out there, Mario. Do you if think I, they, I, they I, like want to do that? <laughs> just leave that mess? Do you think they're just like, know. leave a smile on their face? <laughs> Like, oh, yeah. You think they feel good about it? They feel good about the mess that they made and left for other people to see? I, I think they might. You're like, Mario, I, I, think I, was, I think it was on my notes one day. If or when I become the president, I'm making sure that at least twice a month, people are getting, like, a bundle of deodorant and soap. For everybody. A bundle. Maybe, like, maybe two for each family member you have. So if there's, like, four of you, maybe, like, four. Eight bars of deodorant, you know. Hey, that might do some justice. That's what I'm saying. Might do something. I, I, it should, cause, cause at that point, I'll know that everyone has no excuse. Everyone should be deodorant up. Stay clean, folks. Everyone should be hygienic, cause they have no excuse. Like I'm supplying the soap and deodorant at that. Brush point, your teeth, you know? maybe some toothpaste too. That too. That's Brush your teeth, that too. deodorant, soap, soap, and wash your ass. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, cause there, there's some nasty people out there, Mario. We're gonna go hook for the movie. Yep, of you, course. Because top 10, Jared, that's a crazy thing. Mm-hmm. Honestly, book of recommendation, obviously, the one and only, The Single Diary of Precarious Casey Gardner. I'm going to try and take the Amazon link and put it in the, the description. Oh, thank you. But honestly, like I've promoted promoted it so much. Like, I'm mm-hmm. sure the people... Like, once again, if you have not bought this book, <laughs> even while you're listening to this whole episode, yep. and you have even like checked Amazon or checked the link, and I'm pretty sure you have a link in your bio, right? I on, do, yeah, yeah. On Instagram? Mm-hmm. That you're probably the same person once again that's not subscribed. What are we doing? Can we get that figured out? Exactly. Thanks, please and thank you. Um, so, book of recommendation we're going to go with the single diary of Precarious Casey Gardner and then yep. eventually uh, the Mars murder mystery. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hook for the movie. Mm-hmm. Is there an album that you feel like shouting out or any artists that you feel like shouting out on this episode and around uh, the fall time? Um. Working at the radio station, you think I would know off the top of my head. <laughs> I can only think of... Uh, oh, you know what? You know what? That's a lie. I'm going to shout out uh, our, our very own Bayani, Gio Rodriguez, with the single Turn Off the Lights. I I, I'm, I I do enjoy that song. He knows I do. I play it quite often on shout the show. Shout out to Gio. Yeah, shout out to Gio. 
He's been on the podcast he's, before. He's due for another episode. I got to talk to him. Mm-hmm. Gio, if you're listening, we got to talk. That's right, Gio. We'll get it, we'll get it cooking again. Um, and then what's what's the last one? Movie, album, words a quote. Of, words of recommendation. Yeah, words. Well, you've already dropped some crazy takes on here, Jared. <laughs> can you Can you top what you've said throughout? This also might be, don't know how long we've been running. I don't even know if the film's still going. I know I had plenty of storage. Mm-hmm. Don't know if we maxed it out. We could have. Mm. But this might be one of the longest episodes I've recorded for sure. It's mm. 6.30. That's crazy. And you got here at like 4. Wow. That's crazy. So this is, this, Jared, this is definitely a peak. <laughs> you, 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 you be, I, I got no issue with you cutting some stuff out if you want to. No, you know I can't. Jerry, uh, you know I can't. This is incredible. What words. what you what you gotta preach to the people? What's been on your mind? I just keep thinking of like sticks and stones that break your bones. I love that one. That one's a good. Do you want to say that again? Yeah, uh, we can go with that one. That was sticks one. and stones may break your bones, but words hurt more for sure. That's that's the new rhyme. Words hurt more for sure. Words hurt real bad. Oh, I mean, even what we said before, you know, like a good argument can change your whole mindset and then a good story can change your life. Oh, back to back, Jared. That was yeah, because one story changed my life. One story made me write a book. It was R.L. Stein's The Snowman. That was the first book to ever make me feel something. Really? Yeah. I didn't Snowman? know. Yeah, R.L. Stein's The Snowman. R.L. Stein's the guy who made Goosebumps. Goosebumps, yeah. And he had young adult novels. Or he had teen novels. Great that was book, like though? the oh. the snowman. Great book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I give it like it was the first book to make me feel anything, and I didn't know books could do that to you. I'm have to look into that. But yeah, it's like one of my favorite books of all time because it holds a special place in my heart. That book led me to writing my first book. I read that book and I was like, I want to make people feel like this. Yeah, and then I make people feel hurt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the book made me feel like fear. Uh, fear, horror, dread, happiness, like disgust. Shit, I was. It was like it was like drama, drama. The book was about, and I was like, "What? Yeah. No!" Like I was turning pages, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "I was like, yeah, no, you don't, you don't kill my best friend." I was doing stuff like that. It was crazy. Jared, this is incredible. Once again, the book that we talked about around a year ago. Yeah. You're holding it in your Around hands, this Mario. time, I'm not holding it in my hands. Yeah. Still so trippy. Yeah. It was an incredible read. I'm definitely going to read it again, obviously, because we broken down how if you read it again, there's something feel, new every gonna, time. Yes. There is there's so much more I could talk about, Mario. In that in that bad boy right there. I don't I don't I don't have to. I don't need to. Who knows? Maybe maybe down the line you'll have even more takes on it. That's incredibly Which true. Maybe down the line happen. I won't even like the book anymore. Maybe I'll be like, this maybe. is trash. Yeah, and I, uh, you're in your, your next, uh, it's like albums. It's in your, your next phase or era. And you're like, oh, Casey Gardner. <laughs> <laughs> I remember those times. <laughs> bitch. I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> yeah, no, who knows, man. But for a first ever book, yeah, incredible, man. Thank you. Great job. You and I, we always chat. Yep. But... We're going to do this again. Yep. I know we will. Probably. This is always the best. I it's, fun. it's fun. I it's fun. It's fun. man. It's and I, and I can't wait for you to have kids. Mm-hmm. So, like, they're going to be like, Dad, what were you like in college? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Go into my room, dust off a box. All, yeah. We're going to have, like, ten episodes already. Just, <laughs> oh, my God. It's going to be great. I'll be like, just watch. Listen to these. Yes. 
Like, you need inspiration. You need to know things. Here we go. What a crazy time that would be. Crazy time. Yeah, Mario, it's been a pleasure as always. Dude, it's been a pleasure right back at you. Talking about my book. That's crazy. I'm actually doing that a year later. Your book. Yeah. Your book. Yeah. It's incredible, man. And it's doing pretty good, too, which is really cool. And you're making a little little bit of... Side side hustle money. A little side hustle money. Uh Uh-huh. Mario, the the first book signing I had, I could buy... A lot of chicken nuggets. A lot of chicken nuggets. Yeah. I had chicken nuggets today. From where? My freezer. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't get them from anywhere. I was like, yeah. I could buy a lot of McDonald's four-piece chicken nuggets. Oh. I, I could be swimming in them with the money I made at the first book signing. Hell yeah. It was very good. It was very nice. I love that for you, man. But with that said... Everyone has a story and it's still being written. I appreciate every single one of you. If you did not buy the book yet, what are we doing? If you haven't subscribed, what are we doing? Yep, yep. But with that said, I love all of you guys. Ciao for now. Have a good one. Bye, guys.